Hello! We're here! Yes, welcome <laughs> to Sidewalk Slam. I don't think yeah. I actually said welcome to Sidewalk Slam at the beginning of the last episode. I think you did. Well, it's Sidewalk Slam is the name of this. Some sort of, looks like some sort of Sidewalk Slam is the name of this podcast video series looking at wrestling storylines. And, boy, when you want to look at wrestling storylines. Yeah. The worst pay-per-view for that is Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. Which like, is what we're talking awful. about today. There's no... Um, I mean, <clears throat> they keep, like, pre-existing feuds, like, kind of just Paul. barely... Limbo. Barely led them along. Yeah. And then they kind of try to do this, especially this year, because this year was the big brand versus brand... Which they've done before in Survivor showcase, Series. Which I didn't, I've never seen. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Were they any good? Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Was it just John Cena's team winning over and over again? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just assuming. Probably. Like, yeah. This is the 30th Survivor Series. It's the second longest running WWE pay-per-view after WrestleMania, yeah. I believe. And the tagline for this one is... I just realized, actually, this week that I am the same age as WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll be 33 next year. Oh, December 30, like the end of the year. Mm. But next year is WrestleMania 33. I don't know why it didn't (laughs) click in like that. But anyway. The the tagline for the Survivor Series is, Fantasy Warfare Just Got Real. Yeah, because the headlining match of Survivor Series 2016 is Brock Lesnar versus Bill Goldberg. And it's... A large part of it is to promote the WWE 2K17 yeah. video game. They're not... The video game is not, like, a sponsor of the pay-per-view, <laughs> but can, you wouldn't know you it. sponsor yourself? They talk, well, I mean, yeah, they'll do... Like, the last one was brought to you by KFC, Mattel, and WWE 2K17, and the one prior was brought to you by WWE 2K17 as, like, a... Because, like, 2K gives them sponsorship money because it sells the game. Oh, right. Yeah, 2K, okay. No, and, no, no. uh... But this one, they talk about it more than they talk about any of the other yeah. things. So, yeah. The Survivor Series yes. uh, is typified by the... Oh, we haven't covered the Survivor Series yeah, before. Just realize. Is, uh, <laughs> okay. Or exemplified, I guess, by the traditional, as they call it now, the traditional Survivor Series match, yeah. which they didn't do for some years. There were there were some Survivor Series pay per views in the middle yeah, there like, where they were like it's another pay per view whatever yeah. you want to do this match nah it's dumb this this year but originally I'm pretty sure originally Survivor Series was four and four and the way they did it in the eighties like the Hogan era mm. was like four and four and then the survivors of that I remember they I think they only did it one year but maybe they did it two different years and like I want to say Survivor Series like eighty nine and ninety. Or like ninety and ninety one, someone's gonna correct me, and this is going off the top of my head. But they used to do four and four, and then the survivors of the match, like so, you'd have four and four, and it's single, it's elimination. Mm-hmm. So whoever was left over from the winning team mm-hmm. would go to the main event. So they've done, they've done ones like that. Yeah. Uh, so. Yes, kind of, but the the original the the first one in 1987, okay. the main event was Andre the Giant, One Man Gang, King Kong Bundy, Butch Reed, and Rick Rude. Yeah, five on five versus Hulk Hogan, Paul Orndorff, Don Morocco, Ken Patera, and Bam Bam Bigelow. 
Jeez. That was that was the first Survivor Series match. But they have done I saw four on four Bam ones, Bam yeah. Big, Bigelow wrestle at an ECW show and it was awesome. Really? Bigelow is so good. For those of you look up for those of you who don't know who he is, just look up clips of Bam Bam Bigelow. He's like a big dude who could move around before big dudes could move around as easily as they do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. now it's like now it's like every big guy is like athletic. Mm-hmm. But this was back in the day when he's just kind of like a doughy looking dude. Yeah. But he was super athletic and he was awesome. So this show has three, as well as the rest of the card, it has three traditional Survivor Series five on five elimination matches. So the way the elimination works is you've got five people on one side, five people on the other side. Yeah. It's a tag it's a tag match. Yeah. But whenever someone gets pinned or submits, they are eliminated, but the other wrestlers keep going. And it is not until one team is entirely eliminated that the other team wins. Yes. And SmackDown Live this year challenged Raw to three matches with the tag team, the women, and the men. Uh, So three five-on-five matches in the case of the tag teams. It's five teams versus five teams, meaning it was a shit show. Yeah. for, yeah, basically for bragging rights of who gets to, who's the better brand. Yeah, but it's just like, okay, look, I have a hard time buying into this bragging rights thing. A, actually, there's no B, because because <laughs> they're advertising each other's pay-per-views on each other's shows. Yeah. And that breaks my, like, that suspend, I can't suspend my disbelief enough. For them to go from like, hey, we're beating you in the ratings to like, hey, you should watch Hell in the Cell. It's on this Sunday, like right during a SmackDown. Right. So that's why I, I had a hard time because I was really negative about this show after it finished. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of a byproduct of my personal life and what was going on with my like work and everything else. So I was probably just bitter. Like I was just mad. So I just needed something to lash out at. And I didn't really like this show. <laughs> and even looking back, I still don't really like it. There were it. some okay parts. There were some really Parts. great mo- moments. The only brand to advance storylines was SmackDown. Yeah, Raw didn't advance a thing. Raw didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> but SmackDown definitely did. SmackDown actually had one of the better moments of the year. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it's like they're having title matches. Like they had a Intercontinental title match between Miz and Sami Zayn. <sighs> we'll get to it. But yeah. overall, the show I thought was... V- it was like lackluster at best. <laughs> well, let's 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 get right into it. All right. Live from the Air Canada Center in Toronto, yes, Ontario, Canada. That's us. That's us. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> We're on the opposite side of the country, but. And brought to you by Hulu, Mattel, Walmart, and K Jewelers. <laughs> because I like how announcing the sponsors is a thing for us. I just I don't know. Why I just find it funny. funny. Yeah. K Jewelers. <laughs> Every kiss begins Seems with a K. K. Yeah. What? Why? For the wrestling? What? Yeah. It, it, I think one of because one of the earliest ones we did was like brought to you by like Gold Bond or yeah. It was like R- Toys R Us. There's a Roll Aids one and there was like a Toys R Us one, which I understand. Toys R Us makes a little bit more a little sense. Bit more sense. The anyway. KFC one is kind of funny because like these all these athletic, really in shape people, yeah. and they're trying to slang you some KFC like. Put this in your mouth, you fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can I say also? Yeah. That I. Hugely admire Vince's restraint, or maybe someone just told him, maybe like Triple H backed him into a corner and like made him, (laughs) told him not to do it. But to not, because this is in Canada, right? It's a Survivor Series in Canada that they did not reference or recreate the Montreal screw job in any way. 
Because that like, was pseudo, maybe a little bit on the Sami Zayn, but because that was Survivor Series 1997. Yeah, let's. Have we talked about that? There, that's so big. That's it's, it's a big there's an thing. episode of Radio Lab you should listen to. I've been looking for that and I can't find it anywhere. I will link it to you. Okay, I will tweet it about it as yeah. well so that everyone else can find it. But anyway, Survivor Series. Yeah, kickoff show. Two matches on the kickoff show. Rich Swan and TJ Perkins and Noam Dar defeating Drew Gulak, Tony Nese, and Davari. I don't think I watched the pre-show this time. Uh, Swan pinning Davari with the standing 450 splash. Yeah. So the Cruiserweight match in the pre-show. And also Kane defeating Luke Harper by pinfall with chokeslam. This is the uh, n- returned Luke Harper at No Mercy in the yeah. main event, if you recall there. Uh, and Kane's is always kind of hanging out. Kane's always. Kane's reliable. Yeah. So. I have no problems with Kane. I'm glad, like... These, like, older wrestlers are kind of just, you know, taking a break, right? Mm -hmm. Giving the chance for some of these younger guys. So, first up. Oh, sorry. Can we first? uh, This was also the weekend of TakeOver, Mm. which is usually the night before. Which is the night before. Right. And it was awesome. It was Mm. a great show. Yeah. Um, There was a, I think we've talked about Ty Dillinger before on the show. He has the Perfect 10 gimmick, which is awesome. And the whole night, the whole weekend... The crowd, whenever any count happened, all they said was 10. And so the ref's t- going like one, one and two, the, and the crowd's, crowd's going, going 10, 10, 10. 10. Yeah, and 10. Ty Dillinger's from Ontario. Like, he's from near Toronto. Nice. So, so him and he fought Bobby Roode, and he lost to Bobby Roode. It was an amazing in-ring match for, yeah. like, them just. Bobby Roode there. came out to, like, this choir, was singing his song. Glorious. Uh, and then uh, the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic happened. Um the Authors of Pain, who are managed by Paul Ellering, won the match. Um, they did like an old school. <laughs> what? Like, what in the fuck was, the cage? was this match? Okay, first off, the cage is a, there's a toy set yeah. coming out that they're advertising, but also that cage has been used in like old like NWA and like you know like the Jim Crockett era of like wrestling, like so the seventies. They put the manager, the manager like because they're always interfering and stuff. And they put the manager in this cage. So wrestling's the fucking best. Don't do not look at me and say no, wrestling no, no. is not the best. No, no, no. It's just it's like it's one of those things that's really cool but really, really dumb. It's dumb. It's so dumb. But who cares, man? I'm just like put him in a cage. Put him all in a cage. Put him in a cage and elevate it above the ring and hang it above the ring. So yeah, Paul. But there was one awesome moment in that match where Paul Ellering took the chain off that was tying the cage shut mm-hmm. and like dropped it down to his team. Nice. To help them cheat. And I was like, all right. Paul Ellering is an old school manager. He used to uh, manage the Road Warriors, who were the Legion of Doom. Right. It was like his big thing. And then uh, I'm trying to think what else happened. That Asuka beat a returning Mickey James. Which was sweet. Mickey, yeah, it was really good. Mickey I've never James seen, barely looks like she left. Yeah, I never, I've never seen Mickey James wrestle, so I was like, oh, wow, she's really good. Yeah. Um, and she's like a little bit, I don't want to say old, but she's older. Um, and DIY beat the Revival in... A match of the year contender. I don't think it was better than their last match, hmm. but it was very good. If I did pick one, if they only get, if only, if you only get one entrant into yeah. like a match of the year candidate, then I'm going to pick the match from Brooklyn. Right. But uh, in a two out of three falls match, so DIY are the new tag team champions, and nice. everyone's like, I love how anytime anybody loses in NXT, like see you on Monday, like you know, like everybody is just like immediately. I don't think we'll see the revival till. WrestleMania, yeah. or after WrestleMania. Probably, yeah. Um, and Samoa Joe beat Shinsuke Nakamura mm. 
after a low blow, and then I don't know what he calls that move, but he does like that. Do you know that thing he did when they run at him in the corner and he does like the rock bottom kind of thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. He did that onto the steps on the outside. Right. And then he did the muscle buster in the ring. So Samoa Joe won. That was surprising. I didn't think Shinsuke was losing that match. Yeah. I love Samoa Joe, though, so I was like okay with it. Um, spoil, I think you're, well, they're airing the episode tonight, but there was an NXT show in Osaka. Mm-hmm. And Shinsuke beat Joe for the title, so Shinsuke is the champion again. So, yeah. Was it the Chimeraplex? No. The Island Driver? Maybe. I don't know what they call it. I don't know. I don't know either. Comments! Yes! <laughs> Figure our th- stuff out for us. <laughs> yes! So, that, right, that was the So that before. was TakeOver. That was the night before. Toronto, the, the Canadian crowds are the best, by yeah. the way. Just... This is the best. I think so, but more on that later. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Team... Right. Women's match. Survivor Series women's yeah. match. Team Raw, Bailey, Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte Flair with Dana Brooke. Yeah. So Dana's at ringside. Versus Team SmackDown Live, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, and Natalia. Mm-mm. Sorry, we kind of spoiled it there. It wasn't Italia, it was Nikki Nick, Bella. Nikki Bella. Yeah, Nikki Bella. Raw, the Raw team comes out first. Yep. And then the SmackDown team coming out. Yep. And Nikki Bella's music hits. And they're like, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? She's not coming out. And they go in the back and she's kind of just sitting there like holding her neck and being attended to by medical staff. And she's like, oh, my neck. And my neck. Natalia, who's the coach for Team SmackDown, is there. Because, so... After this match was announced, she started buttering up Shane. It was like, hey, uh, or was it Brian? I think it was Daniel Bryan. And she was like, hey, I should be yeah. I should be on Team SmackDown. And yeah. Daniel Bryan's like, okay, why? And she's like, because I'm great, and I can teach them how to do this, and I've done it before, and I'm like a veteran on this on this uh, roster, and I'll, you know, I'll be a great captain, and I'll, I'll do us proud. Yeah. And Dan Brown's like, okay, well, if you want to teach them that, then cool, you be the coach. <laughs> so, goes yeah. backstage, and Natalia's there being like, oh, geez. Uh, hope- oh, gee whiz, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, like, well, I mean, I'm the coach. I guess it's my responsibility to, to, to get in there, right, Daniel Bryan? And he's like, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fine. Go. Go get out there. Yeah. Now, I haven't watched any SmackDown since then. Is it pretty heavily implied that Natalia took Nikki out? They don't actually talk about it that much, but then on at TLC, um, Carmella and Nikki have a match that Nikki wins. And after the match, Carmella just gets on the mic and is like, Natty attacked you. Like, just outs her. Like, just like... She's like, Natalia was the one that attacked you at Survivor Series. Interesting. Mic drop. Which I thought was... Yeah, which I thought was pretty sweet. That's kind of cool. All right, so at least that there's some sort of follow-through there. So, yeah, so then Natalia's in the match. Everyone comes out... In like everyone's sort of color coded, like their ring gear is like for the raw, the ring, they're yeah. the red versions of their ring gear for SmackDown. They're, they're yeah. wearing whatever. Nia Jax has red ring gear, yeah, but just has like the raw T-shirt, which they all sort of come out wearing the raw T-shirts, but then they take the T-shirts off. Nia Jax doesn't; she leaves her raw T-shirt on, and it looks really stupid. It looks really dumb. It looks super yeah. stupid. It's like you're imposing, but this is not this working. Helping, yeah, yeah. Um, Ah. Match is fun. Yeah, it's okay. All these matches are fun. It's like there's just They're nothing fun. story. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. nothing really story in 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 the men's match. There is some storyline stuff, which the, is great. The the men's match, 
Uh, which is, it's not to say that the, the, the people in that match are necessarily better than the people in the tag no. match or this match. No, 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 no. no but no. the men's Survivor Series match was better than a Survivor Series match usually is or needs to be. Yeah. It was elevated in terms of the storytelling in the ring. Yeah. Generally, these, these matches are just sort of fun and whatever. The, the only storytelling in this match was like Sasha and Charlotte tagging each other really hard. Yeah, and, like, and they tag themselves in. Yeah, and by like slapping tag- each other. Yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Like, um, basically, getting to see Nia Jax fight at not Jobber was interesting. It was good. It was good for, and I want to see more of it. Yeah, I don't want to see her just beat up everyone. Mm-hmm. It's just like Braun Strowman. Like, wasn't Bra- weren't I didn't mention this on the last show, but weren't Braun and Sammy supposed to have a match last pay per view and they didn't? I thought so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Remember? Because they. The Raw... Because leading up to this, didn't Braun Strowman beat up... No, this was the, the Raw after this this pay-per-view happened. Sorry. The Raw after Survivor Series, Braun has a match with Sami Zayn and beats up Sami Zayn so bad that Foley comes down and stops the match. Yeah, because he did his normal, like, jobbing and is like, Foley, you got to stop bringing me all this weak crap. And then the writers were like, oh, hey, wait, Sami's on our roster. <laughs> and Sami Zayn came out and, yeah. like... Didn't say anything. Just sort of like showed up and looked at Braun Strowman, and and, and I'm like, "What, you, Sammy? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, Sammy? Sammy, Sammy you don't no. need to fight this guy. Sammy, no. <laughs> this guy's big. Yeah. But yeah, we do get. Uh, there's a there's the, the the crowd's pretty into this match. We get like Let's Go SmackDown, Let's Go Raw chance back yeah. and forth. Uh, like you said uh, last episode, Becky s- makes Nia submit to the disarm her. Yes, which is pretty which is cool. good. It's good for not only. Becky, but it's good for Naya's character. Mm-hmm. I got it. I hate ever since the great Brock Lesnar debacle of 2016 and parts of 2015. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just don't want to see somebody run over everyone. Yeah, and unless the payoff is going to be worth it. Yeah, you know. The so, the elimination. If you want to know the order of eliminations, yeah, uh, Carmella gets eliminated first. Yeah, by Alicia Fox. Yeah. Then Alexa eliminates Alicia Fox, mm-hmm. and then Naomi gets counted out because Nia Jax shoves her into the ring post yeah, and chucks her on the is. floor outside yeah. the ring. Then Natalia gets a roll-up on Sasha Banks. Yeah. That was shocking. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect that to happen. Also, Natalia is a hometown girl. No, she's not, not a hometown girl. Home well, country home girl. Home country, yeah. Sorry, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, obviously it's not, like, one-on-one Natalia and Sasha. Like, there's, it's a melee, right? Yeah. Charlotte eliminates Natalia yep. with a big boot. Then Becky submits Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Charlotte hits another big boot on Alexa Bliss. Yeah. So now it's two to one in favor of Raw. Yeah. And it's Charlotte and Bailey. Yeah. On the Raw team. Yeah. Who, they don't like each other much. I thought that was a weird choice. Like. It's, it's, it's interesting, though, because they're like... Because Bailey's sort of like, I guess I got to work with you. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. like, Becky and Bailey are better friends than Bailey and Charlotte are. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. like, well, all right. Okie dokie. And Bailey gets Pins. the win yeah. with a Bailey to Belly suplex on Becky. Yeah. I actually can't remember if it's this, oh, it might have been Hell in a Cell, uh, where there's a Bailey match earlier in the card. Which is true on both pay-per-views before a New Day match, and Michael Cole calls Big E's belly to belly, mm-hmm. or the booty to belly, or whatever. He yeah. anyway, 
Big E does a belly to belly suplex, and Cole calls it the belly to belly. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. And belly to belly by Big E. Wow. Good God. That's uh, that is kind of funny. Yeah. So yeah, the winners are. Team Raw. Team Raw. Charlotte, the uh, Charlotte Flair and Becky are the survivors. Yeah. And not the sole survivors. Yeah. Fucking, you can't what the be, fuck is you that? You can't be a sole survivor with two people. Yeah. You can have a sole, they've called this before where it's like the sole survivor. Like Randy Orton has been like the only survivor for his team or Ziggler famously was the only survivor for yeah. his team. In like you literally, you, you just can't say sole survivors. <laughs> like, yeah. <that's> not, <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, also, Charlotte attacks Bailey after Right after this. the match, yeah. yeah. Because you see, Charlotte is a bad guy, which is what I thought that I thought the feud that that's the feud they were going into. After watching this, I was like, oh, I guess Charlotte and and Bailey yeah. are feuding, right? Because they hadn't announced like any matches or anything for Charlotte and Sasha coming up at this point. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't like, oh, you two have a match to the next pay per view or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Team Raw won. It was fun. It was a good yeah. match. Like mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I love. I, I hate to make it sound like we're just like glazing over this because it was fun. Yeah, but, but there's just there's just nothing to talk about story wise. Yeah. It's just like all right, yeah, it was fun. It was a good match. The women are have proven that they can consistently wrestle just as well as the men. Like yeah. it doesn't even like it's not even an issue at this point. But it's just like there's nothing of note. After No Mercy, yeah, and the. Barnstormer of a match between the Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. After that match, because we said in that in that episode, and I I I, I left the first comment on that episode yeah, being like that. because it's I been so long when I read because yeah. it's been so long. There's some storylines that Graham is very excited about that then end up not panning out. Yeah. So they did that amazing match. Ziggler wins the Intercontinental Title, and I was really excited to see where it goes. Yeah. And the next SmackDown, the Miz comes out and has a moment of silence for the death of the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> Fuck, it was awesome. He has a moment last night that is... I don't even want to... Ah, sorry, okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... The, yeah, the death of the Intercontinental title, and he's yeah. like, look, I'm a star, I'm in movies, you know what happens to the hero of a movie, they get the gold and they get the girl, I've already got the girl, I'm going to get the gold back, and also you're fighting a two-on-one handicap match against the Spirit Squad tonight, why not? <laughs> yeah. uh, long story short, the next match at Survivor Series is The Miz defending his Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. What happened? What well, the shit? How did how did you come off of No Mercy? Yeah, with Ziggler winning. Yeah, because when they announced this match, it was Ziggler versus Zayn, and everyone's like, "Yes, gimme, gimme!" Like we yeah. all just wanted to see it. We're just like, "Just gimme those it, two it in the a, ring." It was a cross promotional match with champ, SmackDown champion Ziggler, yeah. SmackDown Intercontinental champion, defending against Raw roster. Performer Sami Zayn because like, originally oh, cool. Sami Zayn is the one that challenged Ziggler, right? Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I'll challenge their Intercontinental Champion, who was Ziggler at the time." Yeah, so this when I was watching because I had missed some episodes of SmackDown, mm-hmm. and I'm watching Survivor Series, and I'm like, "What the fuck Ziggler? What happened?" The Go Home episode of SmackDown. Seriously? Ziggler lost the title just in a match against yeah against them as the Spirit Squad interfered. But that's so stupid. The go home episode. I don't understand. I don't understand why, why they did it. I don't know, man. I guess they just they actually had no idea what they were going to do after Ziggler got the belt. Did they? I don't think so. But they built up that storyline so well. Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, I guess we don't know what to do. Put it back on the Miz." 
because the Miz is just so on fire right now, right? He must be just a lot of the stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand where you're coming from. It bums me out. I'm looking at it from, like, if I was writing the story, and I was like, Miz is just easier to write for because he's doing so well right now. Not to take anything away from Ziggler, but Miz is just on another level. Yeah, but you can still do that. I know. I, I, I not have Ziggler immediately just lose the title back. Yeah. Like, he, you know, this whole thing about, like, his career on the line yeah. and all that stuff. And the promo that he says on SmackDown the day after, or the SmackDown after No Mercy, when yeah. he's like, he's like, I didn't know if I would be here tonight. Seriously, check your DVRs at home and look at the info box. I'm not in there. Like, yeah. I didn't know that I would be here. Yeah. And yet, here I am, and I'm the champion. And then, like, three weeks later, it's like, oh, no, you're not. Yeah. I find it funny how, like, the match is career's on the line, he, he wins, right? And then he just loses it, like, a couple weeks later, but he still has a job. You know what I mean? Like, his career's, like, fine. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I guess. But, yeah, I definitely disagree with that move from, like, a storyline standpoint. Yeah. Just because. But, maybe yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they didn't have any idea what to do. Like, because, like, that was, who does Ziggler fight? Uh, Corbin? That could be interesting. Who's on the mid-card? They've already fought Corbin, though. Fought yeah, but Corbin. not for a title. They just fought yeah, for whatever. Like, who's fought who's for on the mid-card on SmackDown, right? Not a lot of people. That's the one problem with SmackDown, is the mid-card is literally a Ziggler and Miz. <laughs> like, that's it. Because whereas Apollo Crews has been gone since SummerSlam. He's he's definitely undercard, yeah. Yeah. And then they have Kalisto's Corbin injured. and Kalisto. Well, Corbin and Kalisto had a match at TLC. Right. But Corbin's, like, around. But Corbin... I like Corbin a lot. Yeah. And a lot of people think he's like super boring and stuff. I like him. I think he's great. Yeah. But that's that's really it. Cruz is dead to rights. Like yeah. he's just nowhere to be. Even the build up for him fighting the Miz was like Paula Cruz, you're fighting now. It's like, all right, time to smile. And then Corbin, Ziggler, Miz, Kalisto, I guess you could keep in that. I'm trying to think. Kurt Hawkins, I guess? Yeah. But he hasn't actually... Well, He, he hasn't on actually pre-show. wrestled yet. He wrestled on the pre-show for this, didn't he? Nope. Pre-show for Survivor? Oh, he wrestled on the pre-show for TLC. Did he actually wrestle, yeah. though? Yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been doing that thing where he comes out and he's like, man, I'm not going to wrestle and yeah. leaves. No, sorry, I got it yeah, confused. But anyway, yeah, there's not much for Ziggler to do, I guess, with no... I guess he could keep wrestling The Miz, but... Eric Rowan? <laughs> Question mark? He's hurt again. Oh, he's got a shoulder injury. Yeah. Swagger? Oh, right! Jack Swagger! I think Corbin fucking beat him so bad that he just deleted. Like, he's gone. He hasn't been back since Corbin beat him, has he? No, you're right. Maybe Swagger's hurt. Uh, According to this, he's not. Mm. But, yeah, that's, wow, that's the whole undercard. Yeah, it's not very good. Or the whole midcard. Holy crap, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... To be fair, the main event scene isn't much better. It's Like, don't get me wrong, SmackDown is very good. Hmm. But I am really getting scared about what's going to happen going forward. Yeah. So this is the Miz defending against Sami Zayn. Yes. Kind of random. And you know, you know, Sami isn't winning this match. Ah, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this is we've talked about the meta stuff before, yeah. right? Yeah. Being like, well, they didn't, you know, <laughs> yeah. one. So there's there's the two levels, right? There's the like the 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 storyline tropes. They're yeah. like, well, if so and so wins on the on the go-home show, then they're not going to win at the pay-per-view. Yeah. But there's also, we've talked about, like, the actual, like, metagaming before, like, so-and-so's got to go film a movie so you know they're yeah. not going to win, right? So, okay. Um, 
there's uh, inter there's this match which is inter promotional. Yeah. And there's also Brian Kendrick defending against Kalisto. Kalisto. Yeah. Who's on SmackDown. And the new cruiserweight show for the network, which is, is on which is called 205 Live. Yeah. We know is planned to be taped after SmackDown. It was live after SmackDown. Yeah, or live after SmackDown. Yeah, which was a bad choice because yeah. I watched the first episode and the fucking arena was empty. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So, anyway, the the thought going into this yeah. was Kalisto Inter- wins the cruiserweight yeah. title to SmackDown, and then Zayn wins the Intercontinental title to Raw to keep the the, the title you know the same number the of titles. Yeah, yeah, but then what does the mid card do on SmackDown? <laughs> But you can't just. It's that's only, how I knew. I was like, "There is no way, not well, in a million years." It's only, but apparently, it's only like three guys that were in. Yeah, I so. guess so. But I still, I, I was still like, even though it's there's not many. The SmackDown roster, like this, the, the SmackDown men's roster, is like thirty guys, but only eight of them are singles competitors. Yeah, that's why I think Samoa. Jo- I'm calling now. Samoa Joe and Nakamura are going to SmackDown. I think it's gonna be a while before Nakamura comes up. But that's where he's going. What, Joe? Yeah. Joe, both of them. They'll both go to SmackDown. Yeah. But it, I, I just, like, I was watching this match, I was like, there's no way Sami Zayn wins this match. For trivia, by the way, The Miz beat Ziggler for the title on the 900th episode of SmackDown. Oh, yeah, Undertaker was there. That's when Undertaker threatened everybody, but we'll get to it. Yeah. Anyway, but this is how, like, I was just like, there's no way Sami Zayn takes that title. Yeah. Because even though Raw has three hours, and you guess you could kind of justify it, I was like... No, because, like, what does Ziggler and Miz do? Yeah. I guess Miz, you could just put him in the main event, right? Miz grabs Zane's tights and rolls him up and wins the match. Well, first, Maurice rings the bell early. <laughs> yeah. When, does Sammy have him in a submission hole? Yeah. He, oh, he's got him in the figure four. Yeah. Yeah. And Maurice rings the bell. So rings Sammy, the bell early. So, so Sammy's, Sammy's like, go. oh, yeah. And the, re- and the ref is like, I didn't call for the bell. Yeah. And Maurice drops the hammer and is like, I don't know what you're... <laughs> He did it. I wasn't even anywhere near here. Like, why was that not a disqual? Like, I mean, it wouldn't matter anyway because Miz would have retained on yeah. a disqualification, right? But the match itself was very good. It's a good, it's a good match, and I, <laughs> I also like how Miz has continued to take more of Daniel Bryan's move set yeah. just to piss off Daniel. Do Bryan. you do you think they're leading to Bryan versus Miz at WrestleMania? No, because I don't think Bryan. Can, I yeah, truly don't I, think Bryan. I can think wrestle. people are deluded. Don't delude yourself. Yeah. Brian is not cleared to wrestle, and they are just doing this for easy heat for Miz. Yeah, which, That's, is, which is, is great. fine. They are not, do not, please, I'm begging you. <laughs> I do not want your heart to be broken. And if I'm wrong, then we all win. Yeah, exactly. But please, he's not going to wrestle. Yeah. So please, just stop saying it. <laughs> AJ Styles and Ambrose are backstage watching. Yeah. And Styles says that because of Styles... Yeah, Team SmackDown is going to win their match. And Shane is like, well, good, because we already lost the first Survivor Series match, so you guys better step up. Yeah. Well, I like how, I think uh, Styles is like, well, I mean, like, as long as you listen to me, mm-hmm. we're going to win this match. Yeah. Like, and Ambrose is like... tell him, mate. You tell him, Styles. Ambrose is like, all right, whatever. Yeah. It's a tag team match next. Yay. The 10 on 10 Survivor Series God. match. Uh, Enzo Even and, just thinking, saying 10 on 10 just yeah. sounds like a fucking mess. Enzo and Cass come out first, and they uh, play to the home crowd, kind of. They, like, try to pander with talking about, like, Tim Hortons and stuff. Oh, yeah. And we're like, we were like, 
Yeah, I say we like I was there, but yeah. it was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Was, okay, yeah, we get it. Canada, can, Canadian fans in general are very smart. Yeah. It's like we know when we're being, not just saying like, hey, we're we're not tricked. It's just like we're, I think the I would say like the higher percent of Canadian fans are smart. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, To us, be fair, like I will eat at Tim Horton's. Oh, God, Fairly I go there often, at least once like, a day. <laughs> like, you know, for, like, sandwiches and donuts or whatever. Yeah. Their coffee is divisive in Canada. I love their coffee. Yeah, I don't. I, oh, I, I, like, I like their tea. Over. I know. <laughs> I, see, like, their drip coffee, some people, it's like, that's their coffee. Some yeah. people, it's, it's like uh, Tim Hortons and Starbucks tends to be, in terms of drip coffee, yeah. tends to be the sort of the, the division. Uh, I don't mind Tim Hortons coffee. I just don't think it's very good. Yeah. I had a latte at Tim Hortons because I was like, okay, I'll just have a latte because it's mostly milk. It sounds like, like bad, yeah. Dude, it was disgusting. Yeah. It's the worst latte Look, I've ever had. Disclaimer, I know Tim Hortons coffee on the coffee hierarchy is not good. No. You know what I mean? But yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah no, that's fine. Yeah. The, the drip coffee, I'm not going to judge anyone for being yeah. like, I like Tim Hortons drip coffee. It's like, all right, you know, you do you, fam. But <laughs> the, the latte was horrendous. Yeah. Anyway. Graham and Adam in a Tim Hortons on a pole match. <laughs> Fucking book it, Russo. We're doing it. Yeah, Every time we hit the turnbuckle, just like the like the all the 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 Timbit dust, like <laughs> all the icing sugar, just like No, that's how that's what you no, because I'll I want to be the heel. So okay. that's what I throw in your eyes before I roll you up. Is ah. fucking Timbit dust <laughs> powdered sugar. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. So, the tag team match is Team Raw, <laughs> Endzone Cast, The Shining Stars, Gallows and Anderson, Sheamus and Cesaro, and The New Day versus yeah. Team SmackDown Live, Heath Slater and Rhino, Brizongo, The Usos, The Hype Bros, and American Alpha. How fucking good was Brizongo coming out as the fashion police? Oh my god. I love this. Yeah. I love this so much. Yeah. So, they're apparently, is this the thing they did on SmackDown? Yeah. Or is it, okay. They're, they're dressed up like cops. Yeah. And With like... Little midriff shirts. Oh, like on. they're sorry, they're dressed up like <laughs> strippers who dress like cops dress. <laughs> yeah, and they have like a like a uh, like a pad of tickets, and they're coming out and giving citations for because they're the, the fashion, fashion police. police. It's the fucking best. Oh man, look, man, I said it probably on the last show. Like they have impressed me with their comedic abilities. They're so two. funny, and so Fandango, Biggie. Grabs him, and New Day hits him with a midnight hour. Talking about when he was ticketing everybody. Yeah, but he's going yeah. around ticketing everybody. Yeah. But then they just immediately get eliminated. Yeah, they're out pretty quick. And then Jimmy Uso is like, well, if they're out, then that means any one of us can come in next. Mm-hmm. I will. Super kicks Kingston. Yeah. New Day's out. New yeah. Day's out. I was like, immediately. whoa, yeah. Yeah, and they just look. Everyone's like. Wait, what? What just happened? Because this is like the first 30 seconds of the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Um, the No Mercy episode, I was, like, talking about how much I hate the name uh, Beauty and the Man Beast. Yeah. Apparently, so I missed this because oh, I don't yeah. watch Talking Smack. Slater Because I don't have enough beast. time. According to Rhino, yeah. he is the beauty and Slater is the man beast. Yeah. Which is funny. That's still a dumb name for their tech team. Yeah, it's still stupid. <laughs> I don't... It is still... It is funny, though. Yeah. I saw it brought up a couple times on the YouTube comments. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I guess like it's funny, but still not a good name. No. Anyway. Anyway. They got a pretty good pop too still. Like a lot of people after this pay-per-view and leading into TLC, I found that like had run pretty dry. 
on Slater and Rhino as a tag team. Mm-hmm. But they really kind of stopped doing the things that made Reiner and Slater or Slater Reiner, <laughs> Slater and Rhino so much fun to begin with was those vignettes. Yeah, like going into Heath's like trailer park and stuff. Yeah, and they just kind of stopped those and they're just like, "Here's your champs," and that's it. And it's just like, "Oh yeah." It's all like right. so. Here's an analogy. They did those to get Slater and Rhino over. Yeah. But then once they were over, they just sort of stopped. They were like, well, they're over now. Yeah. So let's not worry about it. Yeah. Coca-Cola doesn't need to advertise to get people to buy Coca-Cola. They sell plenty of Coca-Cola. They they advertise to remind you that Coca-Cola exists. They're not trying to sell you on it. They're just like, hey, by the way, don't don't forget about Coke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And WWE never does that. They do vignettes and stuff to get someone over, mm-hmm. but they never maintain momentum to keep them there. Yeah, because it's like only in the rare cases where people will stay over for so like a Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. or a CM Punk or, you know, I guess we got tired of Brock Lesnar kind of in the last year. Uh, just because of how his matches are booked <clears throat> in yeah. the ring. But more on that later, too. But yeah, like we for stuff like this, for people who Weren't, or especially after the brand split, where we're like, well, fuck, what are you going to do with this guy? Like, mm-hmm. we don't know. And they, that Slater was the surprise of the year for me. Yeah. Like, how invested I was in that storyline yeah. and, like, how long it took for him going back and forth to each show. And, like, this is dating, like, pre SummerSlam. Like, he still wasn't signed. Like, he was yeah. the last person on the, dra- the brand split draft show. We talked about how yeah. they turned the lights off on him. It was great. And now it's just like once he got got his double wide trailer, everyone stopped caring. Yeah, I guess that's part of the problem with writing because I don't write anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know how 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 difficult it is. Right? I can sit here and like, oh yeah, you're just not doing the things that made him popular in the first place. You can have story climaxes like Slater and Rhino winning the titles was a story climax. Yeah, but they never seem to have like a plan for. And then. after, yeah. Because, like, even if they just showed, like, Slater and Rhino living the high life for a little bit, and then, you know what living, I mean? Like, living Slater's the, character's the, idea the, of a high, high life. life. You know what I mean? But we didn't really see any of that, no. right? They mentioned it. He tweeted a picture of his above-ground pool. Oh, really? Okay, that's but that's, kind of that's it, right? But that's it, right? Like, yeah. yeah, it's like, on TV, they would just show up and wrestle, and that's it. Yeah. And randomly run down and save... Because American Alpha and the Usos kept feuding. Yeah. After No Mercy, and then there was it was them, right? It was the a mat, It was the Usos beating up American Alpha, I yeah, think, and, and then Slater Rhino Slater ran down yeah, for the save. Yeah, there hasn't been, by the way, leading up to Survivor Series, there hasn't been any big story worth noting in the SmackDown Tag Team Division or the Raw Tag Team Division, really. Not really. Like like we mentioned, Raw Tag Team. Like stuff has happened, sort of, but it's just like. The Raw Division is sort of like in a holding pattern until New Day either loses the titles or breaks Demolition's streak. And then. Which we went into. Yeah, and then SmackDown doesn't really have much going on. The Hype Bros are now in. Well, Mojo Raleigh's in. And does this thing where he. Dude, I like feel. For some reason, I feel really bad for how much I dislike Mojo Raleigh. (laughs) Like. Doesn't he annoy you? He annoys me. What did you think of his corner thing? He like sort of. He threw one of the raw people. I can't remember who it was. He threw Gallows or Anderson into the corner, yeah, and then like sort of did like a hype dance towards the corner, and then yelled "duck" and all of Team SmackDown in the corner ducked so that he could like <laughs> clap the guy's oh, head. Yeah, I guess so. that was kind of funny. It like yeah, but for some reason the guy just bothers me. Maybe because I think I'm just upset that he's just 
Z- he's killed. Z- Zack Ryder's been saddled with him, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that bums me up, too. You know what I mean? Like, I think about that a lot, you're just actually. Mad, you're just mad at him by, like, just by, you know, guilty by association, right? Yeah. Like, but even then, like, he at the T... Okay, at the TLC pay-per-view, he was on a multi-man match, I think. Yeah, there was just, a multi- just Muldrew pre-show. Mo, no, there's a there's a multi-man pre-show match. Uh-huh. This is where Kurt Hawkins wrestled. Oh, okay. And Mojo Rawley proceeds to at some point he's in the ring, and he the guy's at his feet, and Mojo Rawley does this thing. I don't know, fuck it. I wish I was exaggerating this. He yells out, It's hammer time, and then proceeds to do like this little dance, like this. Like, I'm not even You'll see it. Okay. He does this, and then he puts his hands together and dances a bit more, and then sits out on his butt and, like, hammer drops on the guy's face. But the dance is, like, 30 seconds. Huh. Weird. It was dumb. But there's just something about Mojo Raleigh. I'm sure he's a... Sit out, hammer drop with theatrics. I'm sure he's a perfectly nice human being, but when I'm watching him perform, I'm just like, I would like anybody else on the screen, please. Well, luckily for you, the the club very quickly eliminates the hype bros. Yeah. Which means American Alpha come in. Yay! And they hit drop kicks on Gallows and Anderson. People are getting... When I say people, I just mean like, this is what I'm reading as far as like general opinion goes that I get from people. It's like... People are getting kind of annoyed that American Alpha are being quote unquote held down. They feel like they're not being because they were so popular coming right. out of NXT. Yeah, but I, I think mean, they're just kind of like waiting. You know what I mean? Like it's not. I like, think. I think. Yeah. There's there's chance there's for a, stuff to happen. <clears throat> yeah. The, the shining stars actually get to like do stuff. Yeah. Good which for is, them. Which is neat. You know, as hard as the time was that we give them. Yeah. The time, admittedly, the timeshare thing I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, but that's like, all they've done. Yeah, but that's it, you know. They're just turning into, like, you know, like, used car salesmen, like, trying to sell timeshares to people. Then American Alpha eliminates them. Okay, admission time. What the fuck is a timeshare? So it's like you and other people go in on the cost of buying, like, a like a, I don't know, like a house or an apartment okay. or whatever, and then you get it for like three months of the year, and then uh, they get it. For, so it's like you buy like a quarter of the place, yeah, but then you get it for three months of the year, and other people get it for the other three quarters, sort yeah. of thing. And so it's like everyone gets to spend like, like me and Graham bought this chair, but we just drew a line straight down the no, middle. Yeah, it's not like that. <laughs> it's like so it's they're typically they're typically in a tropical yeah. place or a place that it doesn't like. If you went there in the winter, it would still be great. Yeah, right. And then you spend like some months of the year. At, like your vacation home or wh- whatever, yeah. but they're also like notorious for being super expensive ben. and shitty and not like not like a pyramid scheme, but like they're yeah. super they're notorious for being like money sinks and preying on like seniors and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And and like uh, timeshare presentations are a are a trope <laughs> of like you know hey we'll give you a we'll give you a free night stay at this hotel and like a bunch of chips for this casino. Just listen to this hour and a half timeshare presentation. You know? uh, and so, you know, the idea that they're trying to sell timeshares to the raw locker room is like, oh, ugh, <laughs> you bastards, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's why we're supposed to hate them, though. Yeah. Now that I know what a timeshare is, I know I live in the age of Google, and I just could have typed in. I literally could have spent 10 seconds typing in timeshare. Yeah. But whatever. Fuck you. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> the club eliminates American Alpha. Mm-hmm. Then club looked awesome in this match, by the yeah. way. Yeah, Rhino gores Gallows to eliminate the club. Yeah, 
Seamus and Cesaro are sort of also involved. Like, they keep kind of tagging each other in, like, annoyingly, or mm-hmm. annoyed. They're, they are bothered by one another yeah. as they continue to be. It's great. I actually, I really like these two. So, yeah, the club gets eliminated. Uh, Slater and Rhino get eliminated by the bada-boom shakalaka. Fuck. Yeah. The Usos eliminate Enzo and Cass. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It's, I believe it's just, is, does it just come down to Seamus Cesaro Versus the, the Usos? Usos? Yeah. Yeah. And then So that's kind of surprising. And then at the ending, Cesaro has one of them in the sharpshooter. The other Uso goes to break it up, and Seamus bro-kicks him, and then the other Uso taps out. Yeah. That's how it finishes. Oh, right. So, Cesaro, again, busting out the 619. Yeah. It's always impressive. I'm just like, He's so geez. tall. Yeah. How does he do it? I don't know, man. How does, Cesaro, how does Cesaro always hit that springboard spinning European uppercut? I don't know. He makes it look so easy. It's just like... If someone was like, I'll give you a thousand bucks, you get a hundred tries if you hit that. Yeah. Nope. So, the winner is Team Raw with the team of Seamus and Cesaro being yeah. the sole surviving team. How Can did we you say feel that? about Raw going up 2-0? Uh, did you think it was going to be a clean sweep? I was a little worried about that, actually. Yeah. I was like... I would have been even more angry. I was like, is Raw going to win this whole thing? I would have been more angry if it was a clean sweep for Raw. Yeah. Like, you fucking couldn't... I mean, the thing is, there's, like, not, there's nothing... all the masturbatory fucking yeah. things you could if do. If that had happened, it would have been. But yeah. Then, there's nothing on the line for these matches, so I was like, eh. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I... If... Well... If Raw goes well, on to win all so three... So, I say nothing on the line. Nothing on the line for these matches. Yeah. But when we get to the men's match, we'll talk about... Things being on the line. Yeah. Backstage, Steph and McFoley high five. And they talk about how Raw is amazing, yeah. even though Sami Zayn didn't get it done. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Stephanie, dicks. <laughs> Stephanie says that Seamus and Cesaro was genius by Foley. Yeah. And so he should be rewarded. Foley asks if it'll be a paid vacation or stock options. Yeah. Steph is confused. And uh, what she meant is that Seamus and it's Cesaro are going to get a yeah. title, title shot against the New Day. Yeah. So, yeah. I think they booked it for the next night on Raw? Yeah. Yeah. There's a preview for Moana. Oh, yeah, because The Rock's in it. Because The Rock is in it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to The Rock. Just being a beautiful human being. So now, the Cruiserweight... uh, True fact, by the way. (laughs) I know, right? Like... Cruiserweight championship match. (laughs) Brian Kendrick defending against Kalisto. If Kalisto wins, the Cruiserweights move to SmackDown. Which, this is why I was saying, everyone was like, okay, so obviously that's happening because they're taping the... They're now... Tape. So, does this see, I knew, because I'm a fucking genius, <laughs> that since Miz retained his title, that there's no way Kendrick was losing. Now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also, so, are Cruiserweights, are they still on Raw? Yes. Okay, so they're So on they still Raw. wrestle on Raw, but they also get their own show on 205 Live. Jeez. So but they still don't really... So that means that the Cruiserweights have to be at Raw on Monday and at SmackDown on Tuesday? Yeah. God, the travel... I don't think they're that far apart, are they? Both shows? Sometimes. Really? Yeah. It just kind of sucks. Yeah. But I mean, like, hey, you're doing a dream job, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think they get paid any extra. But. No. Um, this match had a lot of them, like, countering each other's stuff. Yeah. It was like, a good match. Kaliso counters the sliced bread. The crowd wasn't Kendrick into it. counters the Salida del Sol. No, crowd wasn't really into this. Fucking, I just feel bad for the Cruiserweight. It's like... The Cruiserweight Classic was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Raw just proceeds to... I'm saying Raw like Raw's a person. It's like, I can't even blame... Like, you want to blame, like, Stephanie or something, but it's not her fault, right? No. There's a whole Raw fucking 
kind of shit the bed in yeah. the Cruiserweights, if you ask me. Now, Kendrick, or Kalisto, does not win this match. Nope. And why is that? Because fucking... Our Lord and Savior, fucking Baron Corbin, <laughs> comes busted ass into the ring, hits uh, Kalisto with an end of days, and causes the disqualification. So Brian Kendrick, champion's advantage, retains the title. Yeah. Um, or no, sorry, Kalisto wins technically, but because he gets attacked, right? Yeah. the The results. I think the results say that Kendrick wins. I don't know why. But anyway, Baron Corbin continuing his story, which is fine because, hey, look, advancing storylines, I'm cool with it, right? Yeah. Baron Corbin has a bone to pick with Kalisto because Baron Corbin was supposed to be in the multi-man match Mm -hmm. for the men's. Yeah. And I think it was on the go-home episode of SmackDown. Baron Corbin um, was, like, wrestling with Kalisto, and he beat him up, and then he was getting out of the ring, and he, like... He kind of, like, stepped off the ring wrong and was selling a knee injury. And Kalisto saw this and just, like, attacked Baron Corbin as, like, payback, right? Wow. Like, yeah, so, like, got Baron some, Corbin's, like... fighting him, Kalisto. So, like, yeah, Baron Corbin, like, slips off the ring and he's like, ah, oh, my, my knee. And then Kalisto, like, drop kicks him into the steel steps and then does, like, a frog splash onto his knee when he's in the ring. Right. So that's why Baron Corbin wasn't cleared to wrestle for the... But that's Men's in, match. But that's in storyline. In storyline. He yeah. wasn't actually injured. It was just used to progress the storyline. Yeah. So then storyline, um, actually, Kalisto would hit the Slido del Sol, I think, mm-hmm. on Kendrick. And then Baron Corbin came out, attacked Kalisto, yeah. continuing that storyline, which I'm fine with. Because the match they put on at TLC was fucking great. Yeah. I was so happy with it. So this actually, this feud has been, was I thought was okay, but... The ender of it, the finale of it was really good. And again, I like Corbin, so give me more. As he's walking backstage, Daniel Bryan comes up to him incensed. Yeah, this and is it's like, too. you didn't just cost that match for Kalisto, you cost SmackDown having the cruiserweights. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? And Corbin's just like, Moo. Well, Corbin, <laughs> Corbin says, well, he refers to Kalisto as a pest that won't go away. Mm-hmm. And is like, when we don't need more little pests running around SmackDown. Yeah. And That's Bryan says he'll deal with Corbin on Tuesday. Yeah. Look at man, SmackDown is the only place like advancing yeah. any storylines. So, because Corbin is now off the men's match team SmackDown, the men's match being next. Yeah. Obviously, Corbin has to be replaced. So you replace him with with Kalisto, Apollo Cruz, right? Or like you could, anybody, Apollo Cruz, yeah. they could have put in there and given him a chance to shine. Or uh, Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger, yeah. yeah. No, no. Daniel Bryan picks. Fuck. <laughs> Shane McMahon. I was so fucking mad when that happened. That is weird. Yeah. I love Shane. I like seeing Shane wrestle. But that doesn't make sense, yeah. Brian. When you have, like... You want to win, right? <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't say I was mad, because I wasn't actually mad. I was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Team team Raw for this match yeah. is Braun Strowman. Yeah. Smart move, Stefan Foley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seth Rollins, yep. Roman Reigns, yep. Chris Jericho, yeah. and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Versus Shane McMahon. <laughs> now we have two things to fill you in on here. <laughs> Br- introduced as a pair, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Yeah. Now, why are Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton introduced as a pair? Well, 
When, when last we spoke about SmackDown yeah. was No Mercy, and yeah. the main event of No Mercy, Luke Harper returned after a Wyatt... Yeah, <laughs> what, you, what do we? We need a word for that. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, I like. Sting, I like why. I guess. I guess it's a sting, but yeah. But. <laughs> and Luke Harper returned. Awesome. Yeah. And Bray stood tall at the end of No Mercy, and yeah. in, in the main event, not the championship match, which was first because yeah. of the debate, but the main event yeah. of No Mercy. Yeah. And then you had Kane and Randy Orton. This is on SmackDown. Yeah. Versus. Bray and Luke Harper. Because, again, Eric Rowan's out injured, so versus the Wyatts. And there's a bit in that match where Kane's in the corner waiting to tag in. Randy's crawling towards the corner for the tag. And there's a... And when the lights come back up, Luke Harper is in the corner being like, tag me in. You know, he's like, tag me in, Randy. I mean, he doesn't talk, but he's like, I'm right here. And the announcers are like, where is Kane? What happened to Kane? And then... Randy is super confused. Bray hits him with the sister Abigail and wins that match. Yeah. And they're like, he won the match. That's amazing. Good job. And I think it's JBL is like, no, seriously, <laughs> where is Kane? What happened to Kane? Kane was standing right there in that corner. He's not small. I don't think we haven't seen Kane lose, since then either. How like do you Kane, lose Kane? Kane just like, he's on a milk carton somewhere. So, uh, was, it, was that the pre-show? Actually, that was the pre-show for this show, right? Was Kane versus Luke Harper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, never mind. That's when we saw yeah. Kane again. So, anyway. Fuck. So, I ruined it there, didn't I? All right. This, you know, this continues the, like, the the deconstruction of Randy Orton by Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what should have happened to John Cena. Yeah. And then what happens? Randy Orton. Yeah. Joins the Wyatt. Joins the Wyatt family. It's more like a, if you can't beat them, join them kind of, like, mentality. Well, kind of, but there's this awful <laughs> visual effect. What, so there's a backstage scene. Would in, you rather have the, old, the what we talked about last no, time? Not the twirl filter. No. The twirl filter. There's this bit backstage where they're, they're in Bray's weird dark room Yeah. and Randy talks about deciding to join Bray basically and then his eyes glow Yeah. and it's like so, I don't okay. care. I so love it, man. I love fil- all this like yeah. shitty, stupid, cheesy shit in so wrestling. The, the filter is bad and lame. Yeah. But <laughs> what that means is, though I'm sure they will renege on this at some point, what that means is this isn't just Randy being like, well, I'll just infiltrate them and destroy you know, them from the inside. Yeah. Like Daniel Bryan did it like a couple years ago. The 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 fact there's some sort of like mystical effect. Yeah. Says storyline should say that he's like legit taken in the the. the you think it's Sister Abigail? The thrall of Bray Wyatt, you know. Yeah, maybe it's Sister Abigail. Yeah. Like we talked, I think we talked about it last time on the lead up to No Mercy, but Sister Abigail is like this. Yeah. All the spirit the, that. Bray some people say. Of, some people think it's Bray's sister, like actual sister, actual, sister. or maybe not. Who yeah. knows? But yeah, basically, you know, finally. Rand, er, Bray has managed to mind control turn, somebody <laughs> to turn someone yeah. to actually recruit a new member of the roster into the Wyatt family, and it's Randy fucking Orton. He's like two blue blue. Take control of Randy Orton. Yeah, <laughs> and so now Randy, who hasn't spoken since then, he doesn't talk. Anymore. Oh fuck, he hasn't. Yeah, 
He's he's <laughs> he's he comes out to the ring with yeah. Bray Wyatt. He just he's got a, he's got like a hood. He's got like a vest with a hood. He just yeah. he comes out and he he and Luke Harper are now Bray's enforcers, and yes. that's so cool. It's it's the best storyline. In the company. Yeah, and yeah. that is what should have happened with John Cena all those years ago. And yeah. what should have happened with the fucking Undertaker and Kane at various points. And Remember when Bray stole Undertaker's powers? Yeah. That was fucking cool. That was sweet. What happened with that? Oh, right. Oh, right. Undertaker came back and just demolished the Wyatt family. <laughs> so. <laughs> Even though Bray could shoot lightning. So Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Awesome. It's great. Also on Team SmackDown. I'm going to be really sad when Randy, like, just attacks Bray. Yeah. Also on Team SmackDown. Yeah. The World Championship, AJ Styles, and Dean Ambrose yeah. with the Team SmackDown oh, mascot. Right, I forgot all about the Team, <laughs> Team SmackDown mascot, yeah. James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. Now, who is James Ellsworth? Come with us on this <laughs> journey back Do to. Do you remember? Back to July. Yeah, we covered AJ Styles. It, we showed the clip on the show of AJ Styles walking in the backstage, and he's on, one of them's on the phone. Yeah. And he grabs the phone from him and throws it against the wall. That's James Ellsworth. Is it really? Yeah, I'm huh. pretty sure. Because I said one of them looks really weird. Huh. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure. But, so come back to July. Yeah. The first episode of the new era of Raw. Yeah. And Braun Strowman has a squash match. Yeah. The first of his many, many squash matches with their the the squash the the uh, jobbers. This is after having, the brand. Like I think this yeah. is after that squash match. So you're going farther back than I did. Well, I'm just... Ellsworth got squashed by Braun? James Ellsworth was Braun Strowman's first squash match. Was he? Fuck. Okay. This is yeah. where this guy came from. This is farther back than what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no. This yeah. is where this... This is this is why he became, like... A, <laughs> this is why the crowd got behind him. Because okay. he's the first guy that, like, Byron's yeah, in the ring and be like, okay, yeah. why are you fighting By- uh, Braun Strowman? And he's like, well, I just think that any man with two hands can win a wrestling match, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. That's that's why people were like, <laughs> a, yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's got no chins of insane <laughs> Vince thinks he looks funny, and he does you know, kind of look. He funny. does, right? But it's like okay, right? So they did that squash match, and everyone was like, "Man, that guy's great." Yeah. Then he showed up on SmackDown like a month or two later, in like a as like someone's tag. It was like AJ's tag team partner or something, or like yeah. he, they were like, "You get." This guy, yeah, yeah. it's like because he was fighting Dean and somebody else. Yeah, and it's like Dean and like I, I think it was remember. Randy Orton. Yeah, and it's like wait, that's the guy that Braun Strowman beat the crap out of a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. What, what's he doing here? That's weird. And so then, on the Raw or the SmackDown after No Mercy, he shows up again because AJ comes out and he's like, "Well, I defended the title. I'm the face that runs the place. Yeah. John Cena can suck it. Dean Ambrose can suck it. <laughs> and you're all going to see me put on a clinic tonight when I face... Oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, when I put my title on the line, I well, guess. No, no, he, no, he doesn't say title on the line. Oh, yeah, he doesn't say title on the line. You're yeah. going to see me you know, wrestle at my greatest against this opponent. And then Dean's music hits, and he's like, uh, uh, what? And Dean Ambrose is like, yeah, you weren't expecting me, were you? I'm just, I just can't wait to see who you think you're going to... You're gonna fight, but yeah. you know, go for it. I'll just stand here, and then James, James Ellsworth comes out, yeah. and everyone's like, "James Ellsworth? That's the guy from before. Yeah. What?" And he just sort of comes out, and he's like, "Hey, everybody, I'm James Ellsworth." And uh, yeah, AJ's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you can fight me, non-title, of course, tonight." And Ellsworth's like, "Oh yeah, no, that's that's great. Thank you." And he's like, "Yeah, no, you're welcome. Don't worry about it." Yeah. You know. And Ambrose is like, "Oh, this this I gotta nice. see. Yeah. I'll wait out here." And AJ says, "No, no, don't. No, you don't get to be out here. Go go away." And so Daniel Bryan comes out and says, "Um, 
Yeah, Dean, <laughs> you're not going to watch from ringside. You're, you're going to be the guest yeah. referee. <laughs> and you get this. This was such a fun match. Yeah. When like So it's AJ Styles versus James Ellsworth, <laughs> who obviously, like, the, who they are putting forward as a guy who should not be in the ring. Certainly not with AJ Styles. Yeah. And the only reason that the match... Like, the term out of his league <laughs> is not even, like, remotely... Uh, logical to say, like there's there needs to be a new phrase yeah. to come up. But because Dean is the referee, yeah, this match doesn't end immediately, and so <laughs> he like he puts a pin on Ellsworth or puts him in a submission, and then Dean's like one, two, oh what? Hang on, I got a phone call. Oh, wow, hey, what's up? Yeah. And starts walking around the ring. He's like, oh okay, yeah, you know, sorry <laughs> about that. What's going on? And then he like he like miscounts. He yeah. like forgets about the the thing. Like they're outside the ring and they're fighting, and then Dean's like. Oh right! I gotta do the count. And he what? like jumps back in the ring. And he's like one, two, three, four, and AJ's like, "Good, what you gonna?" And he like runs back in the ring. Like, what's with the fast counting? Yeah. And then eventually he's like one, two, and then just stares Stop. at him. Yeah. And then gives he gives AJ a dirty deeds. Yeah. Drags Ellsworth on top of AJ because yeah. Ellsworth is out from a Styles clash. Yeah. Like gone. The- Demolished from a Styles Clash, drags him on top of AJ and counts one, two, three, and so James Ellsworth in the books has a victory over AJ Styles. Over AJ Styles. Yeah. So this whole feud is basically AJ and and Dean feuding with Ellsworth as this sort of like pawn proxy that they're just messing with, and it (coughs) it's been really fun. It's been fun. I am tired of it now. Like I'm at the point now where I'm like, that's fair. Yeah, because it's still going. Like at as watch as of watching Survivor Series, I was like, I am ready for Ellsworth to be not involved with yeah AJ. But yeah, at this time, yeah, I was. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, like, I, the viewing of this was like, oh my god, this is great. Because AJ plays off him so well. Yeah. AJ is so great. The, my favorite part, I can't remember which of these matches it was, because this is sort of kept going for a while. They mm-hmm. actually had a title match. Yeah. They had a James Ellsworth challenged AJ <laughs> Styles for the title yeah. on SmackDown. And AJ goes to put him in a headlock. <laughs> yeah. Or sorry, yeah. puts him in a chin lock yeah. and just goes, whoop. <laughs> and just pulls right off his head because he doesn't have a chin Ellsworth to lock onto. And Ellsworth like stands up and looks embarrassed. No, he, sorry, not embarrassed. Apologetic. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm sorry. But I just eh. like he's not saying anything, but he's like, I'm sorry. I have no chin. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. Man. That's on, that's on me. Like when he's fighting AJ Styles, right for the title. For the title, yeah. and he's like, Ah, geez, man. Sorry. Oh, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry about that. I, I made you look bad. That's rough. You know, because like. In the lead-up, even past Survivor Series and two TLC, James Ellsworth ends up 3-0 against AJ Styles. Like, obviously, obviously the bit's going to run its course. Yeah. But I'm still enjoying it because, like, he's a really good sport, and he's doing, he's doing it perfectly. He's playing his role in this yeah. so well. And AJ and Dean are just killing it. Yeah. They're playing oh, off of each other and... And him Elvis. so well, yeah. and I, I'm just I'm very entertained by this whole yeah. thing. I definitely agree, and I think that even the one of the best moments I think was when SmackDown invaded Raw. Yeah, so and then the go home for the go home for Raw. Yeah, um, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon were invited to the show mm-hmm. to like, hey, we're gonna hype this match and stuff, and then Team Raw is in the ring. 
and Shane and Daniel Bryan are in the ring. Yeah. And they're like, yo, well, we're going to show you guys what Raw's all about. And Daniel Bryan's like, do you guys really think we came here alone? And then, like, all SmackDown came through the crowd, and it was a super cool moment. But the best moment is when Chris Jericho met Ellsworth. (laughs) And he's just like, what the hell is that thing? And everyone, like, kind of parts, and there's James Ellsworth standing there. (laughs) It was pretty good. So earlier in this... Uh, pay-per-view backstage Ellsworth is talking to I think uh, Brian or Shane or someone and he's like I can this is gonna be great we're gonna do great you guys oh yeah no he's talking to uh, Foley yeah, yeah yeah no he runs into the club right and then Foley comes in club. yeah right, right. Foley and then the right, club are making club fun of a him bunch of chin, chin jokes, jokes you know, it's like, actually really good keep your chin up make yeah. sure you're chin it to win it and then he runs into Braun Strowman yeah and Strowman's like you look familiar <laughs> Do I know you from somewhere? And Ellsworth is just like, shit, (laughs) just takes off. Yeah. I I do like that even though he's like the most recognizable of Strowman's jobbers, that Strowman does not, not doesn't care enough to remember him. And then he's like, I don't, you seem familiar. And he just leaves. It's definitely nice. It's a breath of fresh air to have something that's like legitimately funny. Yeah. You know, like in this feud. And it. It's actually like it's, it's made the feud better. Yeah, so and like, it's not like a comedy feud. Like AJ and Dean are still seriously feuding, but it's fun. It's lighthearted. Yeah, it's been really en- enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it's like because AJ is supposed to be the heel, even though he gets cheered. Right? Yeah, and it's been a vehicle to use to kind of embarrass AJ because mm-hmm. he's lost multiple times to this skinny little like with Dean's interference, right? Yeah, but. It's done in a way that doesn't make us think any less of AJ as like a champion. Yeah, it's just it's it's been brilliant. It has. Mm-hmm. Like there's no other way to describe it. Yeah, I think it's starting to run its course now. But yeah, but I sh- think that sh- that's fine at the time. Like yeah, I definitely agree. Like watching it, and I was just like, oh my god, this is genius. Yeah, like, they've taken this guy. And again, some people argue like, well, that could be. Why isn't that someone else's spot in the main event? It wouldn't, it wouldn't work. work with anybody else. It would work with someone else's spot. Yeah. If, if you it, injected a third person to this feud with Dean and AJ, no. it wouldn't be as good. Like, if you just threw Baron Corbin in it there. It would be awful for that whoever that was, because yeah. they wouldn't be able to do the, like, just be a complete dud. Like, yeah. like, like, Ellsworth. like Ellsworth. Yeah. And by the way, you know, outside of the storyline, good fucking on him. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Take the money and run. Yeah. Fucking rights, dude. If someone, like, you can't, I hate it when people are like, oh, he's ruining it. It's like, are you telling me that if WWE was like, here's a contract, you'd be like, mm, no, mm, the integrity no. of the storyline would probably suffer. No, I, sh- I, I would feel bad taking someone else's spot. Yeah, I'd be like, no, gimme. Yeah, do I get a t-shirt? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Just like, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that, you know, he's... He's, he's probably wrestling on the independents for, like, he, nothing. He, he has been. He, yeah. Like, he's, this is one of the guys that, like a lot of, like a lot of us, just loves wrestling. Yeah. And he's one of the people who, you know, more so than we do, loves it enough to make it his hobby. Yeah. Right? And guaranteed he doesn't get paid enough by the, the indie work that he has oh, done. No. And then, you know, to be... To, to be like, look, I look weird, and I'm going to lean into it and be self-effacing. And also to, in just a few lines on Raw, be able to connect. Because that was his line, 
right? And apparently Vince really liked it. The, the like, any man with two hands can wrestle, and I just think I got a fighting chance, you know? And to, yeah. to do that, and then to get it to this point, he, he actually has a contract now. Yeah. He's actually yeah, under contracted. WWE contract yeah. now. Good for he you. He stopped taking indie dates, and it's like... Oh, that's good. It's like, holy shit, man, that's that's so awesome. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, sure, the the, the joke or the bit will run its course eventually, and I'm sure that, you know, he'll, he won't be actually employed there for, like, more than a couple of years, but... That's so cool. Yeah. You know? Like, his character is like, I can't believe I get a shot against AJ Styles. But he's probably really he, like, he I can't believe I get a shot against right? AJ Styles. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm... Yeah, if somebody came to me and be like, hey, we're going to give you a bit part on SmackDown. You get to have a match against AJ Styles. I'm like, done. Deal. I'm doing it. I don't care how stupid I look. I am in the ring with AJ Styles. I am already hard. <laughs> Give me, give me a few minutes to... I need to calm down. Do I have to wear spandex? <laughs> How baggy can I wear my tights? <sighs> okay, this match. This was entertaining. This match was entertaining. I still didn't really like it. Like, I liked parts of it as yeah. a whole. I felt like it was too long. It felt like a bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah, I mean, these matches always kind of feel like a But then again, when I watched it... I was probably in a. I was in a little bit of a bad mood, right? right. So I was just watching this, and I was like, Holy "Fuck!" Hell. What? It was an hour long. It was fifty-two minutes. Yeah, almost fifty-three minutes. It was almost an hour. I didn't realize how long it was. Yeah, that's why I was like, when I was watching it, the fact that it was an hour was very apparent to me. Huh. And I don't know if that was just like. Well, I was like looking at my watch and being like, "There's a lot of this pay-per-view left to go." And yeah. then that match happened. And I'm like, "Oh!" But <laughs> this this was the best match tonight. I realized that. My reaction to it on Twitter was, like, way too negative for what it was. You know what I mean? Like, I realized that. It was a knee-jerk reaction to what I just watched. Right. Which is and fine. I, which is fine. But I just, like, I hate doing it. Like, I dislike doing stuff like that. Just, like, I just reacting to something, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than just, like, watching it and being like, all right, well, how do I I mean, I everyone does that? that, right? And very few... Because why would you? Why would most people? We only care about this because we do a podcast about it. But yeah. most people would be like, ah, "I hated that match," and then later they'd be like, "I don't remember that match very well, but I just remember I hated it." Yeah. Whereas we're like, "Why did I hate that match?" Yeah. <laughs> and just sort of go well, back I mean, there's to factors. It. I mean, like, not to go too deep, but that's I've been like doing therapy for like five years, and that's been one of the big things mm-hmm. is like rather than just reacting to something emotionally, mm-hmm. being able to stop and be like, okay, well, why do I feel like this? And yeah. I can use it, too, even when I'm doing hobbies like that I like. Like, when I watch wrestling, I'm like, okay, why didn't you like that? And I was like, well, I was tired and a little bit hungry, and I was just probably just, like, upset about something, so I actually didn't hate the match. The match was fun. Yeah. I just I just like stories, Graham. And none I know. Of, leading, especially leading up to this, there was nothing, really. No. Well, and that's so, why okay, I was this like, the, fuck. I was we, just, we talk about stories. This this is what bugs me. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, you, we briefly mentioned this earlier. You mentioned the name of the Spectre, the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Undertaker showed up on the go-home SmackDown yeah. and said, I'm, I'm back here for good. Yeah. I don't believe he's been seen since. Nope. And he basically threatened the SmackDown team. Which was pretty sweet. That they had to win this for SmackDown. Because SmackDown was always Taker's show. Yeah. Right? And it's like, or at least this is the show that when the brand split was up before, it was, it was the one that he was on. He sort of held down SmackDown. Yeah. And so he basically threatened the team. Over on Raw, Steph, in as many words, threatened the jobs. Right? It's like, you have to go into, you have to go into Survivor Series and 
fight the SmackDown people like your life, like your job depends on it because it does. <laughs> yeah. Well, we sort of alluded to it earlier. SmackDown wins this match, and nothing came of that threat. Yeah, nothing, zero. Like nobody lost their job. Sami Zayn got punished. Yeah, but that's it. Nobody came. No, nothing came of. I mean, like they SmackDown won it. The women in the tag teams didn't. Taker obviously didn't care about that. But, like, Taker hasn't been seen again on SmackDown. Nothing happened to the team on Raw. Like, Steph wasn't, like, new. And it's (laughs) sort of like... Well, Taker's kind of like Candyman, right? Yeah. But it's just, like, there was no... There was no ongoing fallout from this. The worst is when they make a threat and they don't follow through with the consequences. Yeah. We should be used to it. Should be. We should be. They do it all the time. Yeah, it's, but it's still annoying when we see it happen. Yeah. So who's the first person to get eliminated in this match? Fuck. Dean. Oh, right. Dean is because AJ attacks him. And, and then Strowman, Braun Strowman just manhandles him. Strowman's just like, eh. No, Strowman's doing the running power slam like Davy Boy Smith. Right. The British the Bulldog. Slam, right. Yeah, he uses the... So, People fight around. Strowman gets tagged in. Yeah. Then all of Team SmackDown is like, ooh, big guy. <laughs> yeah. They all come in, and then all of Raw comes in. There's like a massive melee, and then it eventually clears. And uh, Kevin Owens does like a top rope cannonball thing to the Ambrose outside. and AJ attack Strowman, and McMahon, Shane, gets him over the top rope with a clothesline. Yeah. After being attacked by two other people. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, they uh, uh, Styles... Um, uh, Styles and AJ are the last two in the ring. Yeah, and they're Styles and Ambrose. Sorry, Styles and Ambrose. Yeah, Styles and AJ. <laughs> Styles and Ambrose are the last two in the ring, and they have a match in two weeks from that point at TLC. Yeah. So they start fighting, and then yes, Strowman uh, eliminates Ambrose. So they get Strowman out of the ring. Yeah, and onto the Spanish announce table. Yeah, they drop kick him out of the ring. They take the monitors off the. Off the table. The Spanish or the German? I think it's the German announce table because there's three out there. Yeah, because Strowman takes the it's it's Strowman takes the monitors off. Uh, Orton sneaks up and gives him an RKO. Yeah, and then they clear another commentary table and put Strowman on top of that. Shane gets up on the turnbuckle and does a huge top rope diving elbow. They call the leap of faith. The 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 elbow Mm -hmm. puts Strowman through the table. And uh, Rollins and Reigns take out Orton and Wyatt. And uh, th- there's like a this is awesome chant. And so they, uh, Styles helps Shane back up and get in the ring before they get counted out. Yeah. Strowman gets up and is about to get in the ring before he gets counted out. <laughs> this was pretty sweet. This was great. Gets in the ring and is like, can't pull himself up and gets and counted out. I was like, out. when it happened, I was like, what the yeah, fuck like, is he doing? Like, why can't he lift his leg? And the camera pans he was, down. When he when it happened, I thought he was selling like he was tired or something. And yeah, because like, you see him out. just sort of like grab the ropes and go like, eh. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> and the camera pans down and James Ellsworth <laughs> is hiding under the ring apron <laughs> and has reached out and put his arms around Strowman's leg so he can't lift his foot. Yeah, it's Which was great. just long enough to get him... To get him counted out. That was a really great moment. I so really liked it. Ellsworth <laughs> comes out and runs the hell away. Yeah. And, uh, yes, Strowman catches him at the top of the ramp. Yeah. and Because uh, he trips and then picks him up and chucks him through a table. Yeah. There are pizza boxes on the table. Yeah. Which I, always, I thought that was funny for some reason. I guess it was like where the techs were having food. Yeah. I don't know. 
But yeah, there goes Braun. That's the way to eliminate Braun Strowman without like having him eat a pin, right? Yeah, exactly. Did you know that Braun Strowman has only been covered for a pin once? Wow. Yeah. By who? Jericho. Really? Braun Strowman was on Chris Jericho's podcast oh. with Jericho and the club. Okay. And if you've listened to the club and the and Jericho right. on the podcast, they just drink and they talk. It's it's an awful podcast experience because they're just <laughs> they're talking over each other and they're just yelling and screaming. But it's kind of funny. They do say right. some funny stuff. But Braun said like, "Hey, yeah, I've only been covered once, and that was when Jericho teamed up with." Uh, Reigns and Ambrose. Remember mm-hmm. when they fought the Wyatts and Jericho was their secret partner? Right. Yeah, that was the only time Strowman's even been covered. Right. In a match. So ever, that, like ever, yeah. not even like NXT. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big guy. Yeah. So that's that's the wild card of Strowman out of the picture. Yeah. So now everyone else is fighting in the ring, and because there there was a bit earlier, by the way, that I really liked with. Um, uh, actually, I, I can't believe I forgot to mention this because I loved it. Mm-hmm. Again, we talk about the long-term storyline. Strowman comes in the ring, and he's about to attack. Oh, yeah. I, he's, like, making a beeline for the SmackDown person, and then Bray Wyatt comes up and gets in his face and is like, hey. Yeah, they stop. Remember like, me? And, and uh, Strowman's like, oh. Oh. Yeah. And Strowman, like, somewhere in his brain, he's, like, remembering... Being under Wyatt's control, <laughs> yeah, and, he's, and then he's like, "Oh yeah," and he turns and grabs who is it from the Raw team? Jericho, I think. Jericho, yeah, because Jericho's like, "I'm the captain, you stupid idiot!" Yeah. Like, you listen to me, right? Because Jericho yeah. runs up and he's like, "Hit him, hit him, <laughs> yeah. punch him, grab him, do the thing," yeah. and then Strowman's like, goes and grabs him, and then also grabs Bray, yeah, and then does the That's choke slam. But the, just that moment yeah. of Strowman being like, "Huh." This guy, <laughs> when he gets right in his face, that was that was really really cool. Yeah, the crowd's reaction to it was great. Yeah, yeah. Owens, the crowd wants the Wyatts to work. The crowd wants this yeah. to be a thing. Yeah, right. When when there was that stare down before Mania, where Wyatt stared got in the ring with Triple H, and just stared at him. That was at then, the Royal Rumble, right? And then yeah. caressed the title. Oh yeah, that was no that at the Royal Rumble though they they like the Royal Rumble was the first time they like. Yeah, th- that off. was cool, but yeah. then, but then, then yeah, when he was like caressing like, the, the title, yeah, the crowd was huge for that. Yeah. Anyway, the next person to get eliminated is actually Kevin Owens. Oh, P.S. Canada hates Roman Reigns. By the way, well, like you said, they're kind of smarky. Yeah. Right? God damn, I don't think I heard a cheer for him. So this this is what we we mentioned this earlier when we were like, yeah, Canada's so so <laughs> such a great crowd. Yeah. And they. They always, always do this. King was bad for it. King did it a lot, but JBL's also pretty bad for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canada is, yeah, really smarky, like we said, you know, yeah. and, and don't like Roman Reigns for all the reasons that we've listed exhaustively on this podcast. And so the crowd was booing Reigns. And so on commentary, they're like, man, Canada's so weird. <laughs> This bizarro world of Canada, where everything's topsy-turvy. It's like, no, man, yeah. we cheer all the other people and boo all the other people. We just don't yeah. like the way that you're handling Roman Reigns. But sure. Sure. Just We're say weird. that Canada's weird. fucking strange. Canada's weird. We're all hopped up on Tim's latte. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it's our fault. Yeah. You, f- <laughs> you close-minded fuckers. Yeah. 
I hate that. It's always bizarre world in Canada because we we boo the we boo who they think they we should be cheering. Yeah, and cheer they cheer. Like, they like to boo and boo. Yeah. They like to cheer. Oh, I love crowds like that. Wasn't that a after WrestleMania? After WrestleMania yeah. as well. Yeah. I oh, love post, crowds like this. Post WrestleMania crowd so weird. They cheer who they usually boo and they boo who they usually cheer. No, just Roman actually. <laughs> no, it's, if you look at the show as a whole, JBL, it's it's just it's just Roman. <laughs> Don't you tell me how to live, JBL. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so Kevin Owens gets eliminated by disqualification. Yeah, because he uses... This actually, to be fair, this was a vehicle to progress this storyline. We shouldn't be say like Raw didn't progress any storylines. Because the best friend storyline was Owens saving Jericho from the sharpshooter? Uh, Styles. Styles Clash. Yeah, yeah, he was in the style. He was going to be put in this. He was hanging upside down for the Stars class. Yeah, Styles and then, Clash. And then Styles gets in an inside cradle and... Uh, he punches at Jericho a bunch, yeah, and then Owens comes in and hits Styles with the list, list. and that causes so Owens gets eliminated. Yeah. Crowd's not happy, but Jericho is like, "Oh my god, my list! My is, list! My list is spread everywhere!" And he like gathers it up, and he's like, "Who did this?" Because he didn't see what yeah. happened with it. He's like, who did this? Who did this? And he turns around into an RKO. Yeah. So Jericho gets eliminated. So it's four on two now. Yes. So the only people left on Team Raw are Rollins and Reigns. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. They're <laughs> going to eliminate Rollins and then Reigns is going to beat all four. <laughs> I thought that's I what I did have was. that moment of fear. There was like, you know that in the pit of your stomach? You're just yeah. like, fuck, they're going to do it. Yeah. As it happens, the next person to get eliminated is... Shane. Oh God! Yeah, this after is so scary. He does some punches to Roman, sets Roman up in the corner, and Shane does the coast, the to, coast, coast. to coast, leaping from the one corner to the other to land yeah. on Reigns. But he doesn't get there because Reigns gets up and spears him out of the air. Oh, and just like which was great until they hit the mat and Shane's head just bounced off the mat. Even when they connected, though, it looked like the top of Roman's head just like clipped his. Chin. It looked bad, yeah. It just looked bad, the whole thing. It looked like it hurt. Shane was obviously hurt. Apparently that was going to be when Shane got eliminated anyway, but as it happens, the whole match, like, stopped. Yeah. And, like, Cause it was came like, out. Because, like, the ref was counting, and then the ref stopped counting because Shane's shoulder was up, which yeah. they're told they're supposed to call yeah. it, like, kayfabe, right? And it was just, like, it was got weird, and then they were like, oh, Shane's hurt because the yeah. ref was like, Shane? And he was like, oh, Shane's been eliminated. Yeah. And I just, like, I, I, I've heard he's okay, but, like, his kids were at ringside and shit. Like, uh, apparently, because I mentioned that Randy hasn't spoken since being yeah, taken over by Bray. Shane's yeah, kids, apparently, because yeah. word came through by, like, the refs or whatever. And uh, Randy, at one point, when he wasn't tagged in, like, went over to, like, the, the ring apron to Shane's kids and was like, hey, by the way, your dad's okay. Don't worry about it. And then... Like yeah. continued, which was which was nice. Because God, when it happened, we've had some scary moments this year. Reigns, by the way, suffered zero ill effects from any of this. <laughs> like I don't mean like yeah. obviously he wasn't act like Shane was actually hurt. I think he got like a mild yeah. concussion or something. Shane was legit hurt by this. Yeah. Reigns wasn't even storyline hurt. Reigns yeah. was like, I'm fine now. Yeah, I'm good. I'm up. So Shane gets eliminated, and then Ambrose comes back out to attack AJ Styles. Yeah, and then he's attacking AJ, and the ref. A bunch of refs come out, yeah, to like a limit to get Ambrose out of there because mm-hmm. he's not in the match. And then everyone was really excited about this, and I just didn't care. And so Rollins and Reigns 
help Ambrose break out from this swarm of refs. So they can beat up AJ. So they can beat Ambrose up Ambrose wants to beat AJ because they have a match in two weeks. Yeah. And Rollins and Reigns want to beat AJ because they're on Team Raw. And so we get a little mini... Shield reunion? A little mini shield reunion. I, I popped a little bit. Did you? I thought it was kind of cool. Because they, 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 they did their whole triple powerbomb thing where they like... Yeah, Rollins and Ambrose we set just them saw, up. And, like, I would be... Like, if this was like... It didn't make sense for why they were friends. Yeah, but I just mean, like, if this had happened two years from now... Yeah. That'd maybe. Be, that'd be huge, yeah. But it's just, like, just before the brand split, we watched all three of them wrestle in a triple threat. Yeah. So it's just, like, it was too... Uh, for me, it was just, like... And even then, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff that I watched, I was, like... I was I liked them. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, over the moon for the S.H.I.E.L.D., though. Yeah. I, I actually like all three way more separate. Yeah. Even Reigns. As much as I slag on Reigns, he's improved immensely mm-hmm. from when we first started covering the show. And even like before when I first started, when Reigns first started getting his push. Yeah. But I think all three are better as individuals. Than... So AJ Styles gets eliminated. Yeah. So now it's two on two because Dean doesn't care anymore. He's like, well, I, got, I, did, I made my statement against AJ. I don't need to help Reigns and Rollins anymore because I don't want Team Raw to win. I just didn't want AJ to win. Yeah. So it's two on two. Or is it because Luke Harper comes out of the crowd and jumps up on the ring apron? So now it's the Wyatt family versus Reigns and Rollins. Yeah. Which is like, I... Like I said, like, I popped a little bit for the shield. I popped even more when I was like, ooh, Luke Harper's back. (laughs) Which is like... Kind of like, wouldn't they be scared of getting disqualified? Eh. I guess the Wyatt family (laughs) doesn't care. They've never cared before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, with Luke there as a distraction and with the Wyatt family, um, pretty quickly Seth gets eliminated. Yeah, he goes for a frog splash on Bray and Randy catches him in an RKO. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then lets Bray, and this is important, lets Bray pin Rollins. I mm-hmm. felt like it was like, oh, yeah. he's like sacrificing. Like he's like offering up Rollins to Bray. And so now, then, this is where I started getting worried. Yeah, cause because now, now it's <laughs> Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton versus Roman, Roman Reigns. <laughs> and Roman starts beating the shit out of both of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my god, they're not going to do this. They're not going to do this. Because, like, Wyatt, at one point, near the end, Wyatt goes for Sister Abigail and Reigns fights out of it and hits him with a Superman punch. Yeah. And then sets up for the spear as well. But this... But, Randy Orton's there to intercept it. Yeah, he... So, Reigns goes to spear Bray Wyatt, and Randy shoves Bray out of the way and eats the spear for Bray, yep. which lets Bray immediately grab Reigns and put him in Sister Abigail. One, two, three. The fucking Wyatt family wins? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I was so happy. That was one of the best moments of the year. It was a was really good win. Randy Orton... Pushing Bray out of the way yeah, to eat a to spear. To eat a spear from Reigns. Oh, fucking. Like, Sometimes the writing staff gets it. Yeah, like that, or that's, he's, or agents like, or whoever Orton the, is in it. Yeah. Right? That was, yeah, that was super cool. It seems like they're all having a lot of fun doing it, too, right? Yeah. And now. Oh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> the main event. So, yep. okay. Can you give a brief, like real brief, who the hell is Goldberg? Goldberg? Okay, so Goldberg was a wrestler in the late 90s in WCW. And this was like right... 
he started wrestling right when WCW was like still like super relevant. Mm-hmm. They were still doing well in the ratings, and they yeah. were even beating uh, the WWF at the time um, as, at certain weeks. And uh, Goldberg was a wrestler. His gimmick was that he was undefeated. Yeah. He went on a streak of like it went up to like they said it like 108 or some shit like that, but mm-hmm. it probably wasn't that much. Um, and he won the U.S. title originally from Raven. And then what a lot of people call one of the biggest mistakes in wrestling mm-hmm. was putting Goldberg in a world title match against Hollywood Hogan on free TV. They were in Atlanta, Georgia, which is Goldberg's home state. I don't know if it's hometown, but it's his home state. And they gave away the, a world title match of that caliber against a guy who was undefeated against one of the biggest stars in the business for free on Monday Nitro. And I think, I think that that was the last night that WCW beat Raw in the ratings. That night. And yeah. then every week after that was... WWF was just smashing them. Yeah. So Goldberg is he was cool. Like when I watched like like when he, Goldberg was around when I was watching, I was like in high school and I thought like Goldberg was all right. I was never big on like the guys who were just like all big and unstoppable and like could beat everybody easily cuz like at that time WCW still had like Jericho and Raven and I think they still had Jericho. I mean, he was a he was he was a Superman character, right? Like yeah. he was undefeated, right? Yeah. The the every match, by the way, in that streak is listed um, on his Wikipedia entry. Really? Yeah, and it's a uh, hundred and fifty-five. Jesus. Do you every know, match is one hundred fifty. Wow. Do you know? Do you know who the one in a one fifty-five and one is? Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Yeah, Kevin Nash beat him at. Starcade, yeah. Star, okay, I was going to say Halloween Havoc. But Starcade no. 98. Actually, DDP had a really good match at Halloween Havoc with Goldberg mm-hmm. for the world title. That was part of the streak. Um, yeah, Those early Scott Hall here, yeah. hit Goldberg with a taser. Wow. Yeah. That's what it took. Yeah, and then Kevin Nash powerbombed Goldberg wow. and beat him. So, yeah, it was 155. Bet- this is between September 97. Yeah. And when Starcade? It's like in December. De- December. Yeah. Between September 97 and December 98. So like 13 months. Yeah. 155 matches. And he won all of them. Jesus. Or the ones that were, there was a couple that were no contest, but that doesn't count as a win no. or a loss. So, yeah, he was this, he was a superhero, yeah. right? He's this undefeated monster yeah. who was, you know, like he said in his return promo, you know, like that's someone that the kids look up to because he mm-hmm. was this, you know, larger than life figure. I and look up to him. He was all, huh? <laughs> so he was always he was always very very popular, and then when WWF bought WCW when yeah. the Monday Night Wars were over, Goldberg was one of the talents that was still under contract to um, Turner. Yeah, not part. He, they didn't get the Goldberg's contract as part of the WCW thing. Yeah, so Goldberg was under under contract, guaranteed money. And didn't have to do anything. Yeah, that was the big thing in WCW. It was a lot of guaranteed money. Yeah, That's probably why they're not around anymore. And so he was, he was, he, he just, he didn't come with them. You know, some of the biggest stars in WCW didn't come as part of that package. Yeah, and so he didn't, you know, he didn't show up. 
many, many years later, he did. I didn't see any of this. Eventually show up. Yeah. And it, it culminated in this match <laughs> between yeah. Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Bork Laser. There was a Bork Laser sign in the, that crowd as well series. Bork Laser. At uh, which WrestleMania? WrestleMania 21. WrestleMania 21. Yeah. And I've never watched it, but I've heard it's awful. So what's interesting about this is, so it's Brock Lesnar versus Bill Goldberg, or Goldberg, with uh, Steve Austin, a special guest referee. And what's interesting about this is this is just around the time when wrestling fans were getting really internet savvy with, like, behind-the-scenes news. Yeah. Right? And so the problem is, WrestleMania, you got all your biggest fans, your most well-informed fans about stuff like this. Everyone in the arena knew that Goldberg's contract was up and he was not renewing it. Weren't both of them leaving? And yeah. that Brock Lesnar was leaving the company to pursue a career in football, I think. No, I think he was, wasn't this the MMA jump or was this him going trying out for the Vikings again? I think this was football, but he never came back until he went to MMA. And yeah. Anyway, so everyone knew that both these guys were leaving. And this was WrestleMania and there was this feeling of like, yeah, you you guys. guys don't care, yeah. right? There was this big feeling of like, why should we care if you don't? This yeah. match is meaningless, so, you know, what? So, boo, yeah. right? So people booed them, and so they just stared at each other. They just stood in the middle of the ring and stared each other down and sort of looked at the crowd and stared at each other and looked at the crowd, and then they exchanged some blows, and it was just a short, shitty match. How long was it? I've never watched it. I should. I don't know. It wasn't great. Um, I've heard it's bad. A lot of people have said from multiple sources. WrestleMania 20, actually. Oh, it was 20? WrestleMania XX. Shit. Uh, Wasn't 20 the same year that... It was 13 minutes. And it was miserable. Because I'm... Miserable. A miserable 13 minutes is a fucking lifetime. Yeah, and I remember watching this live, and it was just like... the, The best part of the match was after Goldberg won... Special guest referee Stone Cold Steve Austin gave them both a stunner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As and the, and the crowd was like, good. Good. Get them. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Right? And it was just, so, so you'll forgive me for not being thrilled at the thought of I wasn't Goldberg versus Lesnar. Yeah. Two. I was not thrilled. At, I, was thr- I was not thrilled at this just for the fact that it was like my Brock Lesnar card was all out of stamps. Yeah. And my Goldberg card, I lost years ago. I was like, I yeah. really don't care. I was like... It's like, we didn't... No one liked the match that you guys had when you were in your prime. Yeah. How are we supposed to care about this now? Especially because Goldberg was the featured character in this year's... Because they do a different character every year. He was the featured wrestler in this year's WWE 2K. Yeah. So WWE 2K17, if you pre-ordered it or you buy the DLC, you get to play as Goldberg and you go through Goldberg's career. And so people were like, oh, Goldberg. I wonder if we'll see Goldberg come. Because, you know, previously, like, Warrior showed up and Sting showed up when mm-hmm. they were in the thing and Austin showed up. But we hadn't seen Goldberg. Yeah. And people were, you know, is this going to happen? And then <laughs> who challenged who for this match? Goldberg challenged Brock. Or wait. No. Brock challenged Goldberg because uh-huh. they were talking because it was like Goldberg was on ESPN, right? Yes. And some people were saying they, they asked a question yeah. that said, "So there's some people out there that want you to fight Brock Lesnar again." Yeah. 
And he was like, sure. Like, yeah. basically, like, yeah. that was the answer. And then, okay, to be fair, the Brock Lesnar stuff leading up to this was awesome, as it usually kind of is, yeah. because it's a Paul but Heyman. What confused me was, like, it, this was so obviously puppeteered together, right? Because, yeah. like, someone asked Goldberg, would you fight him? And Goldberg was like, yeah, all right. And so Lesnar basically issued the challenge. Yeah. But then Heyman was like, what, why are you doing this, Goldberg? Don't. Yeah. Don't bring this up. Don't go back to the. You already won. Like, don't. Like, Heyman was cutting this promo like this was Goldberg's idea. Yeah. Being like, why would you do this? Don't don't come into this again when Goldberg hadn't said anything yet. Yeah. He was the only thing he really said was like, yeah, I could come back. I could think I've got a match left in me. Yeah. Like very like just kind of like a guy talking like. He wasn't gonna wrestle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, maybe. And then Brock Lesnar was like, Goldberg think he can beat me up? You tell Bill Goldberg that he's a little bitch or something. Something I can't like that. Like that they've, been, they've been like dropping f bombs. I mean, bleeped, but they've yeah. been like just for Brock. Yeah, Brock gets away. With Actually, a lot. Becky Lynch said bitch. Yeah, like last week on yeah. SmackDown. I was like, huh. So the Attitude Era is coming back, baby. <laughs> so then Goldberg did show up on Raw. Yeah. and was like, you know. I accept your challenge, basically, even though who's challenged who is so up in the air. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so he accepted the challenge and was, you know, like, it'll be... And he said, not only are you next, you're it'll be, last. It'll be my next match, yeah. but it'll be your last, or something like that. No, he said, you're next, and you're last. Right. So it is, it, we assumed that that was just like a one and done, right? Yeah. But, spoiler alert, Goldberg has announced himself for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And so is to Brock be, Lesnar. To be in the Rumble. In the Rumble. So if Goldberg wins the Royal Rumble, I'm burning the fucking stadium to the ground. <laughs> like, I will be so upset. Yeah. I will be very upset. I mean, I think that Goldberg is going to stop him from doing that. You mean right? Lesnar? Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that they're going to prevent that from happening. I, I, I would hope so, but I'm really, I don't put anything yeah. past So anyway, Goldberg came back. He cut a good promo, right? He's, yeah. They did the whole intro with him walking was really the backstage. Into it, actually. Crowd yeah. was really into it. I mean, he he, like, he, he, he does a, have a certain mystique He's a wrestling him, right? icon, yeah. right? Like, whether or not we were super into him at the time, I wasn't because I never did watch WCW, but, like, yeah. you know, he is definitely a wrestling icon, and I, to- I totally respect that. You know, and he's talking about how, you know, he missed being, you know, like, a, being a superhero for the kids, and he's like, now my son gets to see me do this, and this is super cool. And so, mm-hmm. that said, Brock will... Break you in half, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and I'm watching this being like, this is cool that he's here, and I'm glad that he's getting a good reaction. But like I said, I saw the first Lesnar Goldberg, and I can't be arsed to watch the second. Like I'm all out of fucks to give. <laughs> Why would I care, yeah. right? And so I'm not really looking forward to this. And so uh, Lesnar comes out, and Goldberg does his whole, you know, being escorted by security guards thing, and he like does the hit by the pyro and he breathes out the smoke. That looks so awesome. It does look though. rad. He looks like a dragon coming out of a cave. Yeah. Because like, it's like Actually, there's all the this first... spark pyro and he like breathes yeah. in the smoke from it and yeah. then the pyro stops and he goes like <laughs> yeah. and all the pyro it, He runs Actually, the first thing I think of is a minotaur when he's yeah. like breathing out of his nose like that. Yeah, it looks awesome. Also, smart to um, have him cut this first promo in like a big ass bulky jacket because you have no idea how he looks under there. Yeah. Turns out he's in real he's good shape. Real shredded. What is he like, was doing like three a day. It's like he was working out three times a day. Wow. He's like what, 43 or something? Something like that. He if looks I am- look like that when I'm 43, geez. He looks amazing. Yeah, he looks yeah. incredible. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's 
better than I was expecting. I'm not laying. I'm not laying any blame, but part timers can do steroids. That's true. <laughs> yeah. We talked so about that. Before. You could be juicing. They don't get tested. Yeah. That's yeah. True. So, um, was were the entrances longer than the match? Yes. Okay. The match was one minute and like twenty some odd seconds. I went. Spoiler alert. I went. <laughs> I went to get another beer. Was it over when you got back? Yeah. Oh. Someone in the living room was like, um, <laughs> they just, they, he won. I'm like, what? So I watched the whole thing again afterwards. And yeah, um, it, cause I was like, all right, you know, settle in. This is going to be slow oh, paced because they're both old and Brock's booked to be like suplex man. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea if Goldberg can still go. And so like the match starts and they're sort of like circling each other and throwing a couple like slow looking moves or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go get a beer and come back for the rest of this. And then Goldberg just explodes. Yeah. It's like go. Lesnar does that thing where he like he bullies them into the corner yeah. and mostly people just go ooh my stomach like oh you're so strong Brock and then he did it and then Goldberg just like stood there and then Brock kind of pulls back and I appreciated this element of it <clears throat> just Brock being so sure of himself mm-hmm. so Goldberg shoves Brock down and Brock looks scared Brock's, and he looks the, like, he gives a look to Heyman like he's like did you see that shit <laughs> did you see that shit what the fuck was that and then he like when he gets up though he turns his back on Goldberg which leads to as soon as like cuz Lesnar's on his like looking up at Mm-hmm. At Gold, or Lesnar's looking at Goldberg and then when he gets up he like turns around like that right. and right when he turns back around he gets speared and everyone's like what the fuck or I was just like what the fuck and then he lets Lesnar get up again and spears him again I'm like what the fuck and then he puts him in the jackhammer mm-hmm. and hits him with the jackhammer which is just a suplex into like a power slam basically it's very simple and then one two three and it's over and I'm just like one minute and 26 seconds look I understand that we they like to shock us. Yeah. And I understand that the match probably would have been awful if it was longer, <laughs> but I still feel disgusted and cheated when stuff like this happens. Mm. Me as a person. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah. At, in the moment, I was like, I was too baffled to be upset. I was just like, wh- what? what? Yeah. What? Because also being out of the room, I think, he was like, um, it's over now? I'm like, what? What? Look, they had a... Brock Lesnar problem that needed to be solved because yeah. Brock was just destroying everyone. Yeah, and it's like I understand that maybe the story they're trying to tell is like no matter how big and bad you are, there's always someone out there that's bigger and badder than you. Yeah. So it does. By the way, we talked about like Raw didn't have any storyline stuff. This is not a this Raw storyline. This is this is these guys are on their own like side level. Yeah. Of like. The Brock Lesnar Goldberg storyline—they're not on the roster. They're technically on the roster, but yeah. like, yeah, this is not like an ongoing. It's not like a week to week. They're there every week. We don't get updates every week on yeah. Goldberg. But anyway, and uh, so like, it's one of those weird things where it's like, I like, I like a lot about what this means. Yeah, like I like that. You know that I like that they're actually going somewhere with this. That it wasn't just a one-off spectacle because Goldberg has said he'll he's doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that Brock didn't just get beaten, but got like manhandled, manhandled, yeah. and quickly. Yeah. I also in the in the ring, I like that like 
Lesnar is an unstoppable fiend, but that he sells. Like when it has to, yeah, he when sells it's, his when ass it's off, time for him to lose, he will make it. He'll make you believe it, mm-hmm. right? I like that he's not just he didn't just lose. He got manhandled quickly and is baffled. Yeah, right. And I I liked all of that, but yeah, in the moment, you are sort of like, well, what the shit? What like it doesn't feel good in the moment. It yeah. feels shocking. Yeah, but. That's a good way of putting it. I and I, I just mean, hated how they wait. They used that Brock getting beat on Goldberg. Because long term, what does that do? Well, it, it doesn't matter long term because the thing is, Goldberg is on that sort of wrestling demigod level. Yeah. That, like, if someone on the main roster beats Goldberg, it's just as good. Because it's like, well, Goldberg yeah, but is, is anybody, Goldberg. Is, so. I'm worried that, like, is this going to be... The is Goldberg way. the new Brock Lesnar? Like, is he going to be just destroying people for months now? Like, is Goldberg going to come back every three or four months, wrestle somebody, just eliminate, like, what Goldberg, had, I mean, Lesnar had done the last few months? Like, just no maul somebody and then know. that's it? Tough call. <sighs> Look, I realized that Brock Lesnar was a problem that needed to be solved. Yeah. Like, they had written themselves into a corner yeah. with this character. <sighs> the thing with wrestling is, like, you always just got to wait and see what happens, right? Which is tough. Which is the worst part. Because it's like, when something happens, I'm like, that's dumb. And then you got to wait for a payoff. Like, yeah. They're not very, they're not, they don't have a good track record with their payoffs. No. Where's our Triple H payoff? Why did he help Kevin Owens win the title? Yeah, can we go back to that for a sec? (laughs) Kevin Owens, Triple H shows up, beats up Seth Rollins, gives the title to Kevin Owens, and then is never seen again. Never. That is He's, never addressed. She's, actually, he was seen after Night of Champions at the very end. Yeah. He comes out of a limousine, says, how did things go tonight? Steph says, great. And then that's it. Yeah. But they were looking at each other. When it happened, they were looking at each other like they hated each other. Because Triple H didn't talk to Steph when he saw her that night. Yeah. was like, gave her a look, like a glare. Steph looked astonished. And yeah. there's no payoff for that. I, I don't explain That's why, why. man. Motivation. They don't have a good... They don't have... The follow-through. Don't, not a good follow-through. They don't have a good track record. Yeah. On the follow-through. So it's... The Bork Laser Goldberg match. <laughs> Bork Laser. I just didn't like it, okay? Yeah. I understand that I was I was shocked. I still didn't like it. I still stand by that this was the worst pay-per-view of the night, or the year. I don't remember enough of the rest of them to disagree with you. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, every Sunday night, it seems, though people have actually, actually soured on it, but it used to be, like, every Sunday night, people would be watching The Walking Dead, and I'd see on my Twitter feed, be like, holy shit, Walking Dead, what the hell? You know, people getting, like, mad at The Walking Dead for something that's happening, or getting mad at Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones, right? But, you know, and being like, oh, my God, what the hell's going to happen next time? And, like, so I get the idea of, like... Not everything has to be a good feeling. Yeah. If you want to make that argument, I suppose. But I don't know. Yeah, like I, I understand some ways in which this was a good decision. Um, what culture did a video on like why it was a good decision for this to happen? But at the same time, you can't disagree that in that moment, it is not a good feeling. No. You're just like, oh. I just don't, you know what my problem is? I don't understand why somebody else couldn't have beaten him. I just don't yeah. get it. You know what I mean? At least, like, at least the match wasn't 13 minutes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just don't get why, like, somebody on the main roster who's there every week could have just beaten Brock Lesnar. 
Well, because again, it's again like that leads to another problem. That it's like a different thing, though, right? Like Goldberg beating Lesnar doesn't do anything to let to to Lesnar's beastliness. Yeah, that's true. Right? Because again, he's like I said, he's on like there's, a demigod level. There's actually a great promo. Like Paul Heyman's there. The he's, next a, night. he's a mythic figure. Yeah, and he's like. We fucked up. <laughs> like, basically, that's the promo. He's like, yeah, we underestimated him. Yep. Yeah, we fucked Whoops. up. Whoops. And also, my only problem is, Goldberg's up 2-0. If they have another match, who the fuck cares? Yeah. If he loses, it's like, oh, I'm still 2-1. Peace, bitch. <laughs> like, I'll see you later. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no, like, Yeah. there's nothing worth it. Yeah. There's nothing worthwhile online, so... If they fuck it, oh god! If they put the title on one of them and they have a title match, because they're gonna fight at Mania, like I, yeah. that's that's what they're leading to. How crazy is it? Because like if Brock them? wins the title, if Goldberg wins the Royal Rumble, I swear to God, I'm never watching wrestling again. <laughs> that's a pro. It's on camera now. I can't go back. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, I know you're probably right. How how weird is it that if that if he continues to just destroy Brock, how weird is it that like the new Final boss of the WWE is, is the like the biggest Superman of WCW. Oh yeah, I never thought about that. Man, you know what was weird is um, I you know ob- oblique spoilers, but like a couple weeks ago, the champions in, in the WWE yeah. w- of the men's division were Kevin Owens, yeah, AJ Styles, and yeah. then NXT Samoa Joe. Yeah, how weird is when that? When we started this show, someone told me, hey, in December. BT dubs. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe are going to hold top titles in the WWE. And Kevin Owens. Yeah, I'd be like, you. Be like, you're how full. dare you? Be like, hey, don't, don't you lie to me. Future Adam and future Graham, you pieces of shit, don't lie to I us. I mean, I would do that to me. <laughs> yeah. so, hey, by the way, hey, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see something hey, real funny? Hey, AJ Styles is going <laughs> to hold the top title in the company. Yeah, yeah, haha, yeah. future me. <laughs> Yeah, but he's going to do it alongside Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. It's so weird. I can't wait for Samoa Joe to get up to the main roster. That'll be interesting. He's going to SmackDown. Probably, yeah. Yeah. All right, friends. So that was Survivor Series. Yeah, I mean, I still stand by. It was my least... I shouldn't say the worst show of the year. It was my least favorite. That's fair. Yeah. I should word that better. Words are important. Hmm. It was my least favorite Words mean there. things. Just because of the reasons I explained, and I thought the main event was bullshit, okay? Mm-hmm. I understand that there's problems, but I think there are other ways to handle these problems. <sighs> I don't know, maybe call me a purist, but I think somebody should have just beat Lesnar. I think Ambrose should have beat Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah. I, I agree. Because you had the, it was a street fight. You had every opportunity to have him get a win over Lesnar, but not have it diminish Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, fuck! <laughs> Anyway, speaking of things that don't diminish, Graham, you are on Twitter. Yeah, at Graham underscore LRR. (laughs) And I am also on Twitter, at Wake Up Super. I was really trying to come up with a segue. I was was just going to be like, and speaking of Twitter. Dude, there's this uh, commentator in the fighting game community. Legendary segues. Like, he does a lot of the commentating for, like, the main Capcom events. His name's uh, Sejam. Mm. And his segues are, like, amazing. I'm always blown away. I I I try real hard. And it's, it's it's tough. Man. It is tough. It's real tough. My favorite that I ever did was in an episode of Corp Line with our the weather person was talking about divine judgment <laughs> and how like the weather is going to be like 
you know, like a plague or whatever. And I, then she left and was like, Jesus, save us all or something. And I was like, well, speaking of men judging us from above, we go now to Richter Hammock Slam with the QWRP traffic copter. Because he now, because he, he's very judgmental. Yeah. And so that, that, that stopped the room That's for a it, second. Eh? That's probably the best segue I've ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Catalog it. Remember it forever. Write man. that one down. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for uh, this. And then at some point we'll talk about TLC whenever I've watched. You let me know when you watch it and then we'll do a recording immediately. Sounds good. All right. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. As always, uh, please subscribe to the channel if you're watching on the channel. Yeah, Check out the streams on twitch.tv slash Loading Ready Run. And yeah. all of this is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon. <gasps> you. Patreon.com slash Loading Ready Run. You. And uh, thank you all for watching. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.